night at 10. It's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Well, good morning and welcome to a Friday. We made it, everybody. Well, we have high hopes anyway. We've started the official beginning of the end. And if you're listening to the Casper and Chris show, you know what I mean. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> it is Open Phones Friday. I'm getting confused. <laughs> Brought to you by Fast Eddie's uh, in Meridian. Don't forget you can get into Fast Eddie's every day and save up to $1.40 per gallon off on your gasoline. Uh, it, it's the least inexpensive, uh, least expensive gas you're going to find anywhere in the Treasure Valley when you take advantage of all the ways that you can save money at Fast Eddie's. Once again, on Eagle Road, right across the street from Lowe's. As we get underway uh, this morning, we'll talk about anything you want to talk about, and there's been a lot that's happened this week, a lot that's happened since we talked to you yesterday. Uh, as we told you yesterday, there was going to be a decision uh, in the Mar-a-Lago affidavits on whether or not they would be released, whether or not they would be highly redacted, even if they were released, or if they were just, the judge was just going to say, no, um, we're not going to release these. The judge announced yesterday that uh, they will be released, and they have to be released, I think it was by noon Eastern time today, Um, but they will be redacted. We don't know how much they're going to be redacted, so we could still get the release of the affidavit that news organizations were calling for, but it could read like um, you're going through a tunnel on your cell phone. That, yeah. You get, that Mar-a-Lago. My guess Trump, is and they will and it, uh, about, the, the, they will not release the names of the, uh, you know, the people who reported any of this, the whistleblowers, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's not And probably yeah. they won't release the uh, topics of anything that's, you know, like ultra top secret. Um, apart from that, probably nothing else is important. Is it? well, I don't know. It, it, I don't. I don't know if it's going to give the news media. I don't think anybody's going to be happy with it. They're going to get the redactions to go. We we can't tell anything going on here. But I I could be wrong, and the judge could say, you know, we know we do know it's going to be redacted because the judge agreed to all the redactions that um, the Department of Justice brought to them uh-huh. so the judge didn't go okay the, these redactions are okay no you've got to open this <laughs> this all up so he did agree to the redaction so this could be so heavily redacted that the news organizations aren't going to have anything to report anyway gotcha we'll know later we'll know later today this i mean it still all comes down i mean this this could give some guidance as to what it was that the department of justice found was allegedly illegal to do what they thought was illegal to do and the reason for the search we may get that but like you said i don't think you're going to yeah, see the, any of the names the personnel involved no. will not be revealed i'm no. sure no um you're not going to know anything specific about what is contained in those documents the uh, what was it 11 boxes of uh, documents that the Department of Justice claims could be or is classified. Once again, I think this is all going to come down to what Trump um, and his lawyers are able to prove or not prove or what the interpretation of when the president says, I 
declassified these documents because we've talked about this. There's why they have wide ranging power in what they declassify. What also is going to be coming into this is um, a little more guidance, also on Biden and what he knew. I mean, he claims he doesn't he didn't know anything about this. Um, however, there are now claims that the fact that he had said that he is going to allow not allow executive president uh, elected uh, try that again executive privilege for President Trump on the items he was claiming executive privilege for gave the Department of Justice the leeway then to go, okay, if he doesn't have executive privilege because Biden just removed that. So Biden did have some say in what what was going to happen here by removing executive privilege. I didn't know that uh, Biden could remove executive privilege. And, And that's the problem because even Alan Dershowitz, a constitutional lawyer, who is no Trump fan, um, said that that's not possible, that Biden cannot remove executive privilege for a president. And he said it's unconstitutional, and he said not just Biden, but no president. So if he can't do it, then he's not doing it. Yeah, well, it happened, though. So He he can't. He can't. He can can say he's doing it, but he can't do it. But he, he did it, or the Department of Justice took it as, okay, that's an okay for us to go ahead and investigate this, because there is no... He said he's, how did Biden put it? He said he's not going to support executive decision by the president on this. So this is, like I, like we've talked about before, this all has to be figured out in court. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, because be everybody point. has completely different opinions. You know, the, the current president, you know, whether he can support executive privilege or take it away from a president previously, um, you know, who Who knows? I'm not a constitutional lawyer. Um, Alan Dershowitz, you know, said he is going to fight this. He goes, and he even said, he goes, I'm no fan of Trump, but he goes, this is unconstitutional, and I will continue to fight this. I don't care how many friends I lose, <laughs> which is a pretty amazing statement <laughs> that you're going to lose friends because you, you know, are doing your job to uphold the Constitution. You know, I, generally people who make that statement don't have that many friends to begin with. <laughs> Well, as we mentioned, Trump isn't one of them, so it is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, other news that happened uh, yesterday, for those of you who like to gamble, you may not have to uh, drive as far as uh, previously to uh, do that legally. As a matter of fact, uh, those of us who live in the Treasure Valley may only have to drive about an hour, possibly soon. Two tribes fighting it out. Well, they're not really fighting it out, but two tribes are planning on trying to do large-scale casinos. One of them, uh, as a matter of fact, wants to do a large casino, hotel, and horse race track in Mountain Home. Oh, that's not very far. Not very far at all. So, you know, you won't have to travel to destinations like, I I believe Jackpot's probably the closest that we have. Yeah, that's about two and a half, two two hours and 45 minutes. Maybe two and a half hours, yeah. You've got Pendleton um, three hours and 45 minutes away, but other than that, you'd have to go to Winnemucca, which is longer, fly to Las Vegas. Um, I would love to see this happen. However, it doesn't mean a whole lot because... The gambling that I like to do is not okayed in the state of Idaho anyway, so I still wouldn't be able to go to Mountain Home and play poker. But if if there's a resort hotel there, it would be 
uh, a different experience for me to actually vacation in mountain homes. I, I, never, <laughs> I, I never have done that before. Um, Chris, I'm going to hazard a guess. I'm sure it has a lot to offer. I know and, they have a Taco John's. say almost nobody has vacationed in mountain home before. Unless they're visiting relatives, maybe. Maybe that, but I, I still don't think you would call it a vacation. I mean, I spent a week there one night. And I wouldn't call that a vacation. <laughs> it is 6.15, time for our first check on uh, what's going on with sports this morning. Don't forget your uh, sports updates always brought to you by our good friends at Fat Guys Fresh Deli. And they invite you to get in to try their newest sandwich. It's called the Fat Pig. P-H-A-T. Because there's nothing better than a fat sandwich. Uh, it's sweet, spicy. It's got ham, pulled pork, and bacon. All my favorite types of pork. They also have their own honey mustard. It launched on Monday. Get in today and try it out. You might want to team it up with their uh, clam chowder. Best clam chowder you're going to find anywhere on every Friday. They have clam chowder. Sounds good. Fat Guy's Fresh Deli. Good morning. I'm Rick Worthington. We start with Mariners baseball as the M's continue to chase that wild card spot in the American League. McKenzie looks in, hands the sign. Here's the stretch and the 1-1 on the way. Swing and a high fly ball, deep left center field. Benson going back to the one-e track with Quad, and this one is gone. Goodbye baseball. Into the Mariners' bullpen. Mitch Hanniger with a three-run home run here in the bottom of the first inning. It gives the Mariners a 3-1 to lead over the Guardians. Thank you, Mitch Hanniger. The Mariners would go on to a 3-1 win over the uh, Guardians in that game. By the way, the call on Cairo Radio. And the New York Yankees continue to hit the ball well. 2-2, line drive, right center field, and deep. This one will get down and get to the wall. Coming around is Rizzo. Torres is right behind him. There will be no throw. It's a two-run double for Josh Donaldson. 12-1 Yankees. Now, who knows if the Yankees have fully bounced back yet, but they are hitting the ball, and that seemed to be their problem before. The call on WFAN radio, though, and the Yankees did beat the A's 13-3 to last night. A quick look at the standings in the American League right now. It's the Houston Astros that have the best record of the American League, 81-45. and And by the way, they're 12 and a half games ahead of the Mariners right now. The Yankees have the next, next best record in baseball. They lead the American League East, 77 wins, 48 losses, seven and a half games better than the Tampa Bay Rays. It's Tampa Bay and Toronto that the Mariners are fighting with for those two wild card spots. I'm Rick Worthington. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, If you'd like to uh, email us, because we know not everybody can, you know, call um, you can uh, email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Uh, you can also send us an instant message. Chris monitors those uh, throughout the morning. Or you can text us. I monitor those. Same as our main number, 208-336-3700. It is Open Phones Friday, brought to you by Fast Eddies. And once again, uh, we will talk about pretty much anything uh, you want to talk about Friday. It is all about you. And I know every day is all about you. But uh, Fridays especially don't even have to remain on topic. We bounce around quite a bit. Um, on on things that we talk about. And we've had a, a lot of stuff that we've talked about this week. So if you want to continue to get in because you didn't get a chance earlier in the week to uh, discuss something we may have talked about, please feel free to do that. Um, of course, you have the uh, 
backbone forgiveness we talked a little bit about yesterday. So if you want to weigh in uh, on that as you start to find out uh, a little bit more information that is coming out, you can feel free to do that. Um, another uh, news story that came out yesterday, the Biden administration, of course, is part of their Inflation Reduction Act. At least that's what they call it. Um, Going to start releasing money, some of the $80 billion uh, to hire agents for the IRS. They're going to start uh, doing that as soon as possible. The first agents that are going to be hired are going to be hired to uh, answer phones. If you've tried to call the IRS within the last two years, you probably know that this is one of the things that has they to be done. Take a number and get back to you? I didn't realize it was this bad. One in ten phone calls actually get two a real person at the IRS before they give up and hang up. So they get put on hold. One in ten. <laughs> I knew it was bad. Um, that sounds very, uh, you know, it's, it's very efficient if your entire uh, goal is not to talk to anybody. Exactly. But if you're, if you're to 90% the point... 90% success rate. If you're to the point where you're having to call the IRS, because I don't think anybody wants to call the IRS, if you're to that point where you need to call them, it's gotten to that point... Usually, it's really important that you probably talk to somebody to get some answers. Um, my wife and I had our uh, meeting with our CPA yesterday, and it's kind of funny that this all happened yesterday because she was talking about how much trouble she has getting through to the IRS for questions that he, she has when she's putting together um, people's taxes. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's about 90% of what she does is is taxes. And she said she usually has to call 10 or 15 times before she'll finally be able to get through and talk to a real person. So you think about the waste of time that is for somebody who is charging you, you know, $100, $200 an hour, whatever a CPA charges you. Normally, uh, I think to end up working for the IRS, at least when I was graduating from college, there were uh, a couple of kids I knew that... uh, were going to uh, work for the IRS, and they had gotten uh, accounting degrees. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the IRS paid pretty well, so they were going into that. And I, I think both of them still work for the IRS like 40 years later. It's a good government job because you get, you know, retirement but, benefits, right? But all these new people they're going to hire, do they have to have accounting degrees? And are there that many people with accounting degrees that are just kind of hanging out out there? Um, I think for specific jobs, you're going to have to have an accounting degree. Like if you're going to be an auditor. Mm-hmm. You're not just going to hire somebody off the street, but if you're going to just be somebody that answers the phones for them, I don't think you need to be, in a, you know, have a, a a degree to be able to answer phones and get the person to the right person, right? Or at least take a message and get it to a person who will call that person. You back. have to have a working brain, but no, probably not a degree. Yeah, yeah. So I, but I, yeah, I totally agree with you. There's going to be, you know, the the people complaining that that you're going to have a higher chance of getting audited. And we'll talk a little bit more about this this morning. Um, the people who are doing the auditing, not all 87,000 agents who are expected or that the plan to be hired are are going to be auditors. At, le- at least, God, I hope yeah. not. Because <laughs> that's a lot of auditors. Um, but But... You know, some of them will be uh, agents that you know are investigative agents, and mm-hmm. and others will be to answer the phone. But you, yeah, you'll have you'll have a high number of those, I'm sure, that will be uh, definitely need to have degrees to be auditors. Well, and and that, you know, the reason for this is 
the studies have shown that there are billions and billions of dollars out there that go uncollected because nobody gets audited. Mm-hmm. Um, audit audits have gone down appreciably over the last decade because once again they just didn't have enough employees you know, to started, be able to do it. They started, uh, you know, you know, when somebody would retire, they didn't replace them. The uh, the cool thing is, um, it's one of the few things in government that nobody complained about. <laughs> the lack of IRS agents. <laughs> yes, it's like, oh darn! You mean there's there's not as many that, that's true, agents even, auditing uh, all us taxpayers? Darn it! Even the accountant you were talking to was only complaining about nobody answering the phone. Yeah, not yeah, lack she's, of auditors. And she, I mean, there's a perfect example. I mean, she's not trying to do anything. She she would never do that because that is her job, and she would lose her job. You know, if she's sitting there trying to cheat or, you know, do something illegal. Mm-hmm. So she just wants to get answers to legally be able to, how did she put it? It's like uh, um, avoiding tax is perfectly legal and encouraged. Um, evading taxes, however, is <laughs> really illegal and not encouraged. Yeah. I mean, if you can find a reason why uh, in, in the law, why you don't have to pay your taxes, take advantage of it. Because, exactly. You know, you, you have every right to do so. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We're underway with Friday, and as usual, as, as we mentioned, it is Open Phones Friday. Something you want to talk about, feel free to give us a call. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KDOI. Uh, 634, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. want to remind you, uh, football action again today. I am so happy football season is here and that's coming from somebody whose team is going to suck this year (laughs) (laughs) you mean your uh, pro team my pro team yeah the seattle seahawks um still can't wait to uh get into the season um my only hope is that they don't screw things up by finishing eight and eight or seven and nine or even six and ten or something like that um and ruin their chances of getting the top exactly exactly um, tonight, you got uh, football action here on 670 KBOI. Uh, we are the home of the Seattle Seahawks, good or bad. Um, we're the home of the Seattle Seahawks, and you can hear tonight's last, this is the final one, preseason game tonight, um, and uh, they're taking on the Dallas Broncos tonight, so kind of a cool thing. <laughs> A lot of, the, lot of uh, the Dallas Boiseans. Yeah, a lot of former Boise State players on the Broncos sideline. Um, so you'll be able to hear all of that tonight on your Treasure Valley home for the Seahawks, 670 KBOI. Keep in mind, 670 KBOI if you want to hear football. So if you tune into KBOI go, what's going on? This is uh, Mark Levin. Um, turn over to the AM side because regular programming will be on the FM. Uh, so this is, once again, just on 670 okay. AM. Football on AM. Yes. Mark Levin on FM. There you go. Or various other shows. Yes. Yeah. So once again, final preseason game tonight. Tune up for the season. Um, after tonight, we'll know who the starting quarterback is going to be. Drew Locke gets a start tonight. Um, he was supposed to get to start last week, but <laughs> in a uh, fit of bad luck, he got COVID. Now, um, COVID's kind of going through the team. I saw that uh, their number one RB running back, also now has COVID, so he won't play tonight either. Yeah, you know, preseason. Yeah, uh, get it out of the way now, so right. that it, uh, so that you can continue losing as you get into the regular season. God, I hope. 
Fingers crossed. <laughs> Stick around. Uh, also today, um, we've got our sweet deal, a couple of sweet deals that we'll tell you about coming up here this morning, and you'll have one final chance to get a $50 gift certificate to Costa Vida for our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. One final chance. We'll start working on that question coming up here in about 20 minutes. Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Two Native American tribes are considering building casinos near Mountain Home. Boise Dev's Margaret Carmel reports Eastern Idaho's Shoshone Bannock tribe purchased land on I 84 at exit 95 and developed a plan for a large casino, hundreds of hotel rooms, a horse racetrack, and more. But the Shoshone Paiute tribe from the Idaho Nevada border says they're looking at a casino in Mountain Home too. That tribe says it's located closer to the city and accused the larger Shoshone Bannock tribe of trying to bully it. The full story on BoiseDev.com lays out the plans and what role Governor Little and the federal government may play. I'm Boise Dev's Don Day on News Talk KBOI. Is there room in Mountain Home for two casinos? Now, a, uh, a res- or, uh, an Indian casino has to be on reservation land, yes? That's what I thought. And Nate and I were having a discussion about this um, yesterday, and... I thought that it had to be on reservation land, but if the reservation buys land, isn't that reservation land? <laughs> that's a, that's what he asked, and I go, oh, I you know I don't know the specific rules. Is is it reservation land if the Indian reservation just buys land, or does it have to be actual quote unquote Indian reservation land? That I don't know. I also don't know. If there is Indian reservation land in the Mountain Home area, I don't, I don't have an answer to either of those two questions. The only part of this question that I know is that I like it. Okay, here we go. The Indian Gaming Regulatory Act of 1988 uh, permits Native American tribes to conduct gaming on land acquired outside of the tribe's traditional reservation there you go. or other trust lands. So, yes, you, uh, you can uh, build a Native American casino off the reservation, so to speak. You know, and I know this line has been used before, but I'll use it again in this particular instance. If you build it, they will come with money. With money. What's the line? They'll come, Ray. Oh, yeah. People, They'll open people, their wallets. People will come, Ray. They'll gladly hand over the money. <laughs> Yeah, without even thinking about it. Where does money they have and dreams they lack? <laughs> there you, you pretty much can say the exact same thing about an Indian casino baseball in, in Mountain Home and just replace the word baseball with casino. Yeah. The, the part of Gambling, this, Ray. The one thing that I absolutely love, and yeah. I, I'd be interesting to find out because of how many people went to watch horse racing here in Boise when the racetrack was open. Mm-hmm. If you open a horse racetrack in Mountain Home, as was part of the one of the plans, would people drive an hour from the treasury? Because you'd you'd have to have if you had horse racing on a regular basis, it would have would, to be from a larger area than just the mountain home area. Would it have the same say rules and governing bodies as all the other horse tracks in Idaho? I would that, that uh, aren't operating because of various reasons. Yeah, I would imagine it would have to operate under the same some of the same laws because even though. Gambling isn't, and we'll talk more about this, even though gambling isn't approved by the state of Idaho, there are certain rules that are enforced. For instance, a casino, an Indian casino in Idaho can't have a poker room. 
I know this explicitly because I was a part of the uh, court case. That can they have a poker patio? They can. Ha- they can't have a poker poker patio. Oh, bummer. Yeah, they they can't poker in any way, what shape, a, or form. So no tent, nothing. No. Okay. Um, you know, so the state can enforce laws like that. So I would imagine that the laws for a horse race track would fall under the state of Idaho also. Mm-hmm. Time for another check on what's going on with sports this morning. We'll take your phone calls and emails. Your thoughts on this. If you'd like to start weighing in, please feel free to email us. Uh, would you like to see a uh, Indian casino in the Mountain Home area? Would you go? Would you spend your money there? Go ahead and give us a call uh, or email us, like I said, chris at kbui.com, mike at kbui.com. This update in sports brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli, the place to go for lunch Monday through Saturday. Yes, every day beginning at 1030, they're open. Get in today for some of the best clam chowder you're ever going to find. They have clam chowder made fresh from scratch every Friday at Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Good morning. We look forward to football season around here. You're home for the Broncos, and Boise State will start the season a week from tomorrow when they travel to Corvallis, Oregon, to take on the Oregon State Beavers. And, of course, the Broncos' defense is much improved this year. As Bob Beeler reports, there are a lot of new faces that are going to get after the quarterback. Of the four players that will rotate through the two edge-rushing spots, only Dimitri Washington has played for the Broncos before. George Tarlis, Cortez Hogans, and Devin Wright have all transferred in and are expected to contribute. Position coach Kelly Papinga loves his depth. Um, in the past where you have a really good deep defense, you've got to keep those edge players fresh um, because those guys got to be explosive off the, off the ball throughout the whole entire game. And so I don't see either of those guys playing more than 60 plays unless we get into a game that we're playing like 100 plays in a game. Scott Matlock led the team with seven sacks last season. These four edge rushers will challenge him for team high honors this year. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. And once again, the season kicks off a week from tomorrow, Saturday, September 3rd, right here on News Talk KBOI. I'm Rick Worthington. Day from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Also today, this is coming up at 9 o'clock this morning, uh, you want a great deal on fantastic food? And uh, this deal is twice as nice as usual because we've got a double shot of deals coming up here for you today for our KBOI Sweet Deal of the Week. Today, uh, we have a $50 gift certificate to Blaze Pizza. Not just one Blaze Pizza, but any Blaze Pizza in the entire Treasure Valley you can use it at. Um, that's only $25 for you. Another half-price deal is the Costa Vida Sweet Deal that is going on today. Both of these deals go on sale Nine o'clock sharp this morning. Um, you get fifty dollars in gift certificates, and it only costs you twenty-five dollars. Um, I mean, it's a great deal at either one of those locations, just because of the amount of food you get for the regular price. But here, it's half price. Uh, fifty dollars worth of food will feed quite a bit of people at any one of those locations. And like I said, both Costa Vida and the Blaze Pizza gift certificates are good for any of the locations here in the Treasure Valley, like the location that Nate Shulman is going to be broadcasting live from this afternoon. He's going to be at uh, Blaze Pizza at the Boise Spectrum. So if you'd like to join him beginning at 3 o'clock this afternoon, probably won't get your gift certificates in time to use them, but uh, if you'd like to join Nate this afternoon, he'll be doing the hometown happy hour brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing beginning at 3 o'clock. Once again, that sweet deal today, 9 o'clock, go to kby.com, click on the sweet deals link, just make sure you get there a um, little bit before 9 o'clock to get signed in because these will go very quickly. At least all of them have always in the past because it is a good deal. Also, a $50 gift certificate 
to Costa Vida can be yours for free today mm. with our Casper and Chris damn near impossible question. It's brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, a local company with the global network for all your real estate needs. Call 208-888-4128. Our question today, it's, it's, it's a musical question. We're going to go back to 1984. You're not what a sing it, are you? What a, no, what a great year for music, 1984. Um, in 1984, though, there were only five albums that made it to number one for the entire year. It was the fewest number one albums during any year in history, an all-time low. Four of those albums spent 51 weeks at number one. Not at the same time, but between the four of them, they spent 51 weeks. There was one more album that spent only one week at number one. That's our question today. What was that one album that only spent one week while the other four combined for 51 weeks? If you know the answer, stick around. Coming up after 8 o'clock, we'll give you a chance to uh, call us up at 208-336-3700 or pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless and uh, pick yourself up that uh, $50 gift certificate to Costa Vida. And once again, don't forget, Costa Vida also available as our sweet deal of the week. 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. The Dow Futures are up 138 points. It's about 100 points ahead of where they were just about 20 minutes ago couple of things that we are uh, waiting today to uh, happen that we're keeping an eye on. Jerome Powell is uh, expected to take some time off from fly fishing. The Fed chairman. And uh, playing golf in Jackson Hole to uh, speak to America coming up sometime this hour. Governor Little told us yesterday they uh, moved the whole thing to Jackson Hole because they wanted to get Alan Greenspan to come. And apparently he loves fly fishing. <laughs> So hey, that's a good way to work it out. Yeah, there's there's some good fly fishing in that area. <laughs> uh, also, the release of the redacted affidavit from the DOJ search of uh, Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago, also expected sometime, I believe, at noon Eastern. I think I may be off on the time, but the judge has ordered that to happen today. So we get to find out whether we just get a big black piece of paper, <laughs> or if there's actually anything that uh, can be taken. From the redacted yeah. affidavit or not? You're reading it. Let's see. I'll, I'll go along and read what's not redacted. The and uh, <laughs> to from Marilago. <laughs> like I said, I said earlier, it's going to read like possibly uh, somebody on a cell phone driving through a tunnel. Yep. And Marilog, Trump, and going to net. I think we've talked to that guy this week a couple of times. As a matter of fact. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what's going to be in this. Uh, I'm pretty sure um, you, you saw the movie, the story of the three black women who took part in, in NASA. Um, hidden figures. Hidden figures, ma- mathematicians. Um, and they had redacted versions um, that she was supposed to take notes from. And she goes, how can, how can I write up a, a report on this? It's all redacted. And it's like, well, you don't need to see it. You're, it's already been checked by two different people. You don't have to check it out. And uh, she holds it up to the light, and she's able to read all the redacted <laughs> versions. That's funny. <laughs> and she knew uh, the, what the secret code 
for the name of the program was and everything. It's like, how do you know that? That's classified information. And she's like, I held it up to the light and I could read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kevin Costner's character goes, Oh, master um, spies you? Yeah. Uh, important tip. Let's use a darker marker from now on for redacting. Um, I, I'm guessing that kind of mistake is not going to be made by the Department of Justice. But who knows? It is Open Phones yeah. Friday. I wouldn't bet your life. <laughs> I know, I'm not going to. It is Open Phones Friday where we talk about anything you want to talk about. Phone lines are open you know, all the time, Monday through Friday, uh, during our show. But uh, on Fridays, uh, you can bring up anything you want. Could be something we talked about earlier in the week, something we talked about this morning, or maybe something completely off subject. Please feel free to give us a call, 208-336-3700. Toll free, 1-800-529-5264. You can also email chris at kboi.com or mike at kboi.com. Uh, if you'd like to get through. So once again, um, all right, uh, cards and letters, by the way, uh, feel free to write them in because I'm sure that we're going to get hate mail on this. But once again, just passing along the information. That's all we're doing here. New study has uh, found out, released this week, that three generic drugs, fluvoxamine, which is often prescribed to treat depression, controversial antiviral ivermectin and the diabetes diabetes uh, pill metformin all failed to prevent the kind of severe COVID-19 that leads to an emergency room visit or hospitalization. We've had discussions on this um, ad nauseum for the last two years. Well, why would metformin prevent COVID? Um, who knows? Why would ivermectin? Why would Flumox, uh, fluvoxamine. If you're going to just make a list of things that don't prevent COVID, I mean, we could go on forever. But these three were being prescribed by doctors to oh. treat COVID. Yeah, and they don't. According to research published in the New England Journal of Medicine. So this isn't Chris. This isn't me saying this. This isn't some quack doc. New England Journal of Medicine is a very... And if you can't believe the NEJM... <laughs> Who can you believe? Respected uh, medical journal examined whether any of the three medications benefited 1,323 patients when prescribed in the early days of COVID-19 infection. Some of the study's participants received a combination of metformin and flumoxamine or metformin and ivermectin. Most were vaccinated and all of the people who took part in the study were overweight. The randomized placebo-controlled phase three study was conducted from December 2020 um, to January of this year by researchers at the University of Minnesota. None of the medications showed any impact on primary outcome, which included experiencing low oxygen, said Dr. Carolyn Bromante, principal investigator of the study and an assistant professor of internal medicine and pediatrics at the University of Minnesota yeah, Medical School. That's why it's called practicing medicine. Mm-hmm. Repurposed drugs, which are cheap, readily available, and have decades of safety data, including among children and pregnant women, have held a particular appeal for regulators and clinicians alike since the pandemic's earliest days. Because in the earliest days, that's the only thing that was approved to treat because everything else was experimental. Each of the three generic medications has been held up as a possible COVID-19 drug, particularly ivermectin, which we've talked about a lot here, which gained a cult following over the course of the pandemic despite well-documented issues, with flawed science that in some cases fraudulently touted the drug's benefits. Yet none so far have demonstrated in robust clinical trials that they actually help to treat people with COVID-19 in any way. 
a long-awaited double-blind, randomized, placebo-controlled study conducted by Duke University School of Medicine and funded by the U.S. concluded in June that ivermectin did not improve symptom duration among COVID-19 patients with mild to moderate forms of the disease. The same research found that the drug did not reduce hospitalizations or death. There is one possible bright spot, according to the study. The study's findings, at least for metformin, when the researchers looked at the study's secondary endpoints, they found that metformin reduced ER visits, hospitalizations, or death by 40%, even though the pill doesn't show an impact on hypoxemia. That said, the researchers say additional studies needed to conduct before clinicians begin prescribing metformin to their COVID-19 patients. Okay. There we go. They just prescribe it for those with diabetes or pre-diabetes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So more studies will be done on that. COVID still hasn't gone away. Um, don't know how soon it will go away, but uh, kind of interesting information. Once again, uh, if you want to see it, this is research that was uh, published earlier this week in the New England Journal of Medicine. KBY News Time, 715. Once again, cards and letters, don't send them to us. Just passing along the information. <laughs> Something we've talked about many, many times over the last two years. It is 7.15 time for a check on what's going on with sports. Once again this morning, it's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli in uh, Meridian and in East Boise, two locations to serve you. And good thing they have two locations because uh, their newest sandwich looks like it might be one of their most popular sandwiches ever. Uh, just introduced this week, the Fat Pig. It's new, uh, amazing, sweet, spicy. It's got ham, pulled pork, and bacon. Three of my favorite porks. All in one sandwich. Get in today and try it out. Both locations have it. The Fat Pig, newest sandwich at Fat Guy's Fresh Deli. Good morning. Bad news for Dallas Cowboys fans is left tackle Tyron Smith is unlikely to return anytime before December after his left hamstring tour and came off the bone during practice earlier this week. And on ESPN earlier this week, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, who is never shy for words, Said his team's going to be all right without Smith. Boy, you've got to take what you dealt and go on with it. Uh, we've got some good options here. Uh, we've got a team around him. We've got a defense that's uh, probably as strong as we've had in a lot of years. So we've got a lot of ways not to make up for not having him, but to go on without him. Meanwhile, the Cowboys head coach is still Mike McCarthy. He talked about rookies needing to step up. If we started today, Connor would play there, you know, left guard. Obviously, I mean, Tyler's, Tyler's coming on strong. He does a lot of good things. Um, he's just, he, he's like the rest of our rookies. They need to play. I mean, they just need to play and keep getting better. Now, it's important to know all those things about the Cowboys because they take on your Seattle Seahawks tonight. Right here on News Talk KBOI, Cowboys and Seahawks begin at 6 o'clock tonight. By the way, there was two NFL preseason games last night. Houston shut out San Francisco 17-0, and Kansas City beat Green Bay 17-10. I'm Rick Worthington. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 721. Jeremiah Bates here to uh, talk about your money before we close out uh, the week here this week. And been watching the uh, Dow Futures this morning. They're kind of all over the place. As a matter of fact, they were just up about 40 points above where they are right now just a few minutes ago. An hour an hour ago, they were uh, down 100 points from where they are. Um, so it, it looks like 
and I, I think some of this may be based on Jerome Powell talking later this hour. Is that, is that what we're doing? The market's trying to guess what's going to be going on? Yeah, well, I think to your to your point about the futures market kind of bouncing all over the place, we did have some economic data come through, which kind of turned the tide. And it showed that uh, so core PCE is just another form of inflation reading outside of the uh, CPI. It did show that um, this inflation metric did cool off. So in July, that number rose by 0.1% on a monthly basis. So it came in softer than what was forecasted. And as soon as that data point hit, we saw the futures market turn into turn into the green, turn to positive territory. Now, whether that will hold, that is the key here. Because we have the Jackson Hole um, Kansas City Federal Reserve Symposium. Uh, today and federal uh, chairman Jerome Powell, he's set to speak, have his speech at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So what, eight o'clock our time? So it's right around the corner. And the question is, what what is he going to say? I mean, he's going to say something, but whether it's going to be to the side of you know a hawkish tone or a dovish tone, meaning is he going to stay strict with the comments around having to bring down inflation and they're not going to budge when it comes to these interest rates? Or are we going to get some comments like we did at the last meeting where he's going to state that, hey, maybe the Federal Reserve can take their foot off the accelerator as we see the economic data come in. That's what the market's really trying to speculate right now. And then when we got that that data point from that inflation reading coming in lower than anticipated, which is off the heels of lower inflation that we saw for, for July as well in the consumer price index, the market's kind of looking at it, at least in the futures market, saying, hey, well, the data's coming in and we're starting to see inflation decelerate a little bit. Then maybe the Federal Reserve doesn't need to keep, doesn't need to stick with these three quarter percent rate hikes. But no one knows what they're actually going to say, right? If, if he comes in hot, if he comes in aggressive, that could affect the market. If he comes in uh, with a more. Right with a more softer tone like he did last time, okay, then the market will get a will, will probably act react favorably because what many are anticipating is that the Federal Reserve will actually stop the interest rate hikes and perhaps even bring them back, even lower them in 2023 because they're anticipating a short and shallow recession and they think that the Federal Reserve will provide a backstop and actually lower rates. That's what that's what many are anticipating. That's in fact what the market did um, a few weeks ago when we saw this really this summer rally take off. Now, whether that's the case, who knows? Investors are going to be listening to this speech. They're going to listen to the Fed talk very closely today and tomorrow. So what we see on the screen now, this green across the board, that could change very quickly right around 8 o'clock, 8.30 our time. Looks like there's no uh, major earnings reports today. Uh, the last one, I guess, was the gap. And then following that, I guess there's a big gap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, it's when we're talking about um, gap I and mean, we're talking about retail retail earnings. It's you know, it's kind of hit or miss. And again, I think they're they're dealing with um, <laughs> they're they're dealing with the same headwinds. But some companies are are dealing with it better so than others. So you have you have gap actually surprising to the upside. So it's just it depends on how. I mean, number one, your consumer base, right? So some companies that are that are catered to maybe a higher income demographic, 
those have clearly outperformed the retailers that serve maybe a medium income to lower income, like we've seen with uh, specifically Target and Walmart. But they also had some issues with uh, inventory and things like that. But yeah, to your point, um, not 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 big, uh, no big things to watch out for as far as earning reports. All eyes are going to be on the Federal Reserve and what these comments are. And and like I said, that that could move the market, or or there's going to be basically nothing said and things stay status quo, and it'll be a, a, a relatively light week. However, we did have a positive day yesterday so we might see that momentum continue all right uh jeremiah thank you uh, very much we're awaiting uh powell's remarks should be sometime here within the next uh 35 minutes or so we'll get an update from you on the market after it opens here in just a few minutes looking like it's going to be opening to the upside and all the indexes and then uh, we will talk to you again uh, coming up monday morning thanks gents Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. <laughs> just sitting here watching the uh, Dow futures and the uh, Dow just before the Dow opened up 140 points on the futures. Now it's up 12 points and dropped uh, over 100 points. Just since the uh, opening, so I mean, it's it really is all over the place this morning. Waiting uh, Jerome Powell's comments coming from uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Probably sometime this hour is when that is expected. Uh, don't forget, today is Friday, and that means KBY Sweet Deal of the Week once again happening. And this week, uh, you have a double shot of sweet deals to take advantage of. Coming up here in uh, just a little bit, 9 o'clock sharp this morning. Here's the thing. If you've never bought a sweet deal and you want to get in on this, you can actually get signed up right now so that you're ready to go at 9 o'clock. Because once again, these these sweet deals, we've done them in the past. Both of them have sold out very, very quickly. So within five minutes, if you're not in by you know just a couple minutes after 9 o'clock, you're going to have a shot at this. And some people are going to want to have each of these, which... If you're quick enough, you can take advantage of. So this morning, we've got a $50 gift certificate uh, for Costa Vida. It's only going to cost you $25. You just go to kboi.com, click on that Sweet Deals link, and then make your purchase. If Costa Vida is the number one thing you want to purchase, do that one first before you go on to Blaze Pizza. Half price deal. Yes, you, you must prioritize. Yeah, because you may not get a chance to get both of them. You can. It's legal to do both. But if they sell out before you get a chance to get that second one, um, don't do like last week and write us and go, what are you going to do about this? Because Chris and I have no control, just so you know. Um, the Blaze Pizza sweet deal goes on sale right at the same time. So if you want to take advantage of either of those deals, 9 o'clock, set your alarm, whatever it takes, timer to remember at 9 o'clock, go to kby.com, click on that Sweet Deals link, and uh, take advantage. By the way, uh, the Sweet Deal, uh, Blaze Pizza deal, um, that, by the way, is going to be the same place that Nate Shum is going to be broadcasting live from this afternoon, beginning at 3 o'clock. He's going to be at the Blaze Pizza at the Spectrum in Boise. You can stop by, heckle Nate, get some pizza for the family, enjoy some great food, uh, maybe a cold beverage it's the hometown happy hour brought to you by cloverdale plumbing once again gets underway at three o'clock this afternoon join nate showman thank you to our friends cloverdale plumbing for helping to make that possible ben shapiro this afternoon at one now back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi 7.39. Thanks for listening in this Friday morning. Remember, Fridays is Open Phones Friday. And uh, our phone lines are open for you at 208-336-3700, 1-800-529-5264. 
That's toll-free from wherever you might be listening. If you have Verizon Wireless, just hit pound 670. Really easy for you. And we understand that, uh, you know, sometimes you are able to give us a call. There's other ways to partake in the show if you'd like. You can email chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Text us also. It's the same as our main number at 208-336-3700. Bill writes in, um, this has to do with our uh, conversation with Governor Brad Little yesterday here in studio. He says, not sure what Little is trying to push here with the uh, spending of the uh, or with the uh, special session of the Idaho legislature we either are in the best economic time wages are incredible job and product demand is at its strongest commerce is at its highest or our citizens are strapped we need help taxpayers are stressed Idaho needs to invest in better accountants and economists there should be a highly educated person uh, or people who know how much the state needs to run, estimate how much is needed to the ba- to balance the budget. There should not be this big surplus. Give it all back. That, that was, uh, okay, he pointed out two things that the governor did say yesterday. He said that Idaho's economy is absolutely booming. Mm-hmm. And then he said that Idaho residents uh, need a tremendous amount of um, relief from... Uh, Inflation, mm-hmm. uh, and I guess those two things can go together, but it just seems like if the economy's booming, and, th- and there's no way, I guess, to know how well the economy is going to go. I mean, because it's a prediction. You're trying to predict a year out in advance. It's like, all right, what do we see in the coming year? It's like trying to predict with COVID. In some of the things uh, with COVID, did absolutely horrible. Businesses had to shut down. Um, businesses, you know, didn't come back after COVID. Yet there were some businesses that did incredibly well. Uh, it, it's just, I, I don't think it has to be anything to do with better economists or accountants because it, you, you're trying to see into the future and predict, predict the future. Robin so, writes in and had the same question I did about uh, Met Foreman. Uh, she said, isn't that medication for pre-diabetes? How would that treat COVID? Oh, dear. Happy Friday. Uh, and that's that was the question I asked. But apparently it was being prescribed by some doctors in the hopes that it would help treat COVID. None but, of the but, three. But apparently has been proven not to. None of the three medications were made to treat COVID. All three of the medications were off-label that people said, hey, let's try this and see if it works. And according to the study that was done, it didn't. It, it didn't. None of none of the three helped to stop people from going to the hospital or stop people from dying. Ed in Nampa. Good morning. You're on News Talk KPOI. Hey, how are you guys today? Good. Hey, so we're growing in leaps and bounds everywhere in the in the city. And would would somebody bring it to the attention in the corner of Madison and Cherry Lane? There's a there's an intersection there because every other road that gets north and south and east and west has been detoured, and they just drive over there and sit for five minutes and watch how dangerous it really is for people to try to cross Cherry Lane with 50-mile-an-hour traffic. All it takes is the highway department to put a stop sign up. And if they don't do that, I'm going to make this a national issue. They, we've called the highway department, we've called the city, and they've detoured everybody in there. we got trucks coming out of a job over there. And every one of the drivers that hauled for me yesterday said, boy, that's dangerous. We can't get across there. But if you do the math, you can't get down no, no other road. That's the only road you can take. And somebody will be killed there in the next six months if they don't fix it because they've decided to change Birch Lane into a dead end for 
until December. Somebody will get hit on that intersection there. Mark my word. So is there is there no stop sign it. there? And, and there's a stop sign at Madison going north and south, but east and west, it's Cherry Lane at 50 oh, miles okay. an hour. And I'm telling you, it, it's dangerous, danger. I mean, I know there's a lot of area. This valley's turned into a, a mess because of the growth. But you know what? Come on, guys. If we know that it's a dangerous intersection, put a put a flashing light up. Put a put a stoplight. Slow the traffic down. Put a policeman out there. Something we can do something to save a life there. All right. And, and mark my word, it'll happen. Fair warning. Hopefully, somebody that, is listening that'd, from that'd the be, Idaho uh, Transportation Department. Well, well, that would be Ada County Highway District. Yeah, it? yeah. That would I take think care so. Of that. No, I think I I think that's Napa Highway district i think that's their road but you know we called the city yesterday it's in kenya county so no we call the city of napa but i think no it's it, highway district yeah he was asking is it in canyon county or yes right there on the corner just north of the old micron building there uh but you know everybody that travels why, why not just Let's let's have a little open discussion on where we yeah. need to put some safety out. It, it well, at least at least for on a temporary basis until they get all the uh, other roadways no, open no and not detour. No temporary, not no 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 temporary nothing. Somebody's going to get killed there if they don't put a four way stop. Somebody's going to get hit there. All right, thank you, Ed. Appreciate hey, the call. What I'll do? What I'll, hey hey? What I'll do is I'll tell you when somebody gets hit there. Okay. Okay. Thank Pre- you. Have a good one. You bet. Appreciate it. I don't know uh, what, what good that's going to do to tell me. Our traffic, he has, our he traffic has, report probably might have it, too. Yeah, so. he has he has warned, and it sounds mm-hmm. like he's calling people. So I, I don't know the area well enough to even comment. John sounds dangerous. wrote in and says, of course, the COVID drugs are going to show results. There's a thing called genetics, and they just happen to be different from person to person. I thought there was a law that said anyone has the right to try a treatment, even if it's not approved by the FDA enough already you can't sell just any drug you want and you can't promote any drug you want as a cure or a possible cure but people are allowed to uh, to experiment on their own if they so choose uh, might not be a good idea if you've not gone to medical school uh, but you can also go with whatever your doctor wants to try again it's yeah. called practicing medicine well, and, for and a reason here here's the thing wouldn't you want more information to know if what you're being described prescribed by a doctor actually works i mean this this is what's going into this is we're starting to get two years now into this uh way to figure out what is and what hasn't been working and this is part of what goes into that um you know they've been able to do the studies based on that now and now that information is coming out so that when you just do decide hey i want to have this as my treatment your doctor can go well just so you know it doesn't work but if you want to do it i can do it for you because it it's not dangerous 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless, more of your phone calls and emails coming up. Time for a final check on what's going on with sports this morning. Brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Don't forget, get in for the Fat Pig. That's their newest sandwich, P-H-A-T, Fat Pig, Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Two locations, East Boise and in Meridian. Good morning, I'm Rick Worthington. We start with Mariners baseball as the M's continue to chase that wild card spot in the American League. McKenzie looks in, has a sign. Here's the stretch and the 1-1 on the way. Swing and a high fly ball, deep left center field. Benson going back to the one-e track with Quan, and this one is gone. Goodbye baseball. Into the Mariners' bullpen. Mitch Hanniger with a three-run home run here in the bottom of the first inning. It gives 
gives the Mariners a 3-1 lead over the Guardians. Thank you, Mitch Hanniger. The Mariners would go on to a 3-1 win over the uh, Guardians in that game. By the way, the call on Cairo Radio. And the New York Yankees continue to hit the ball well. 2-2, line drive, right center field, and deep. This one will get down and get to the wall. Coming around is Rizzo. Torres is right behind him. There will be no throw. It's a two-run double for Josh Donaldson. 12-1 Yankees. Now, who knows if the Yankees have fully bounced back yet, but they are hitting the ball, and that seemed to be their problem before. The call on WFAN radio, though, and the Yankees did beat the A's 13-3 last night. A quick look at the standings in the American League right now. It's the Houston Astros that have the best record of the American League, 81 and 45. And by the way, they're 12 and a half games ahead of the Mariners right now. The Yankees have the next, next best record in baseball. They lead the American League East with 77 wins, 48 losses, seven and a half games better than the Tampa Bay Rays. It's Tampa Bay and Toronto that the Mariners are fighting with for those two wild card spots. I'm Rick Worthington. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Open phones Friday. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It's brought to you by our friends at Fast Eddie's. In Meridian, on Eagle Road, it is uh, official. Now, if you want to get in for breakfast, Earl of Sandwich is now open. Breakfast burritos, breakfast sandwiches, um, get in today. drive through or get in the store. Once again, Fast Eddie's brings you our Open Phones Friday every week. Uh, Matt Middleton, thanks for being patient. You're on News Talk KBI. Good morning to you. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, on the ivermectin, uh, I don't know too much about the other two um, medications that you're commenting on, but I do know something about ivermectin that is very crucial on how it is applied to usage. I have a lot of stock, uh, horses and cattle and stuff like that, and it says on the directions very specifically, it must be applied to the proper weight of the animal, otherwise it will be ineffective or deadly. Too much of the of the medicine can be t- uh, toxic to the body, and too little of it will be completely useless. So it's it's really crucially get that weight and, and check. Now, in your study that you were mentioning that they said that they were giving it to uh, uh, obese people, again, that is also crucial. Are they giving them the, like, the minimum amount or are they giving them the maximum amount? That would be one of the crucial things I'd like to know about what they're doing with that study or are they applying it to their body mass um, as well as – I don't think I could just trust anything that comes out of Minnesota. I mean, they they struggle just to hold uh, honest elections, so I I don't know if I could actually trust that. However, if there was other colleges involved that were completely separate, even, let's say, a a conservative, a more conservative college, or even another college out of the country that that can conglomerate those results to see if they come up with the same resolution, then, yeah, then I can honestly say that study would be effective. But I, I think it just needs... I think it needs to be open to scrutiny, and also I do, I do believe that uh, they should look for, uh, do some more research into it. Oh, and they, they are doing more research. They, they did say that. Duke University is also doing more uh, research into it. As far as your questions about, I, I don't know the specifics, um, and I didn't read the uh, study, but if you want to check it out, Journal of American Medical uh, 
American Medicine um, is where it was uh, printed in. So if you want to check out and see the specifics, I don't know if it gives the specifics on... It was the New England Journal of Medicine. Or New England Journal of Medicine, sorry. Um, You can check that out. But thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Concerned. Concerned Citizen says if something does not work for one person, it still may work perfect for the next person. People react differently. For example, some can drink lots of alcohol and barely seem affected. Some drink one beer and pass out. It's all about how each individual reacts to the foreign substance entering your body, no matter what the foreign substance is. And that may be true. And they tested, you know, over 1,300 people were in this research project in a double-blind study, and not one of them responded favorably. That wouldn't be a good, I mean. Yeah, that seems like a pretty clear result. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, I mean, you can say what you want about people reacting differently, but if you have, you know, over 1,300 people who took part in a double-blind study um, and not one of the people was deemed to have reacted positively to any one of the medicines, um, that's not necessarily a positive thing to, you, you can still go on studying it, but. It's not something you'd say, well, it could affect somebody differently if uh, we go past 1,333 or whatever it was. We'll take more of your phone calls and emails if you'd like to weigh in. It is Open Phones Friday. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about. Want to talk about the uh, new possible Indian casino or casinos, competing casinos in the Mountain Home area? We're going to talk about that. We will talk about that uh, a little bit more this morning. You can also email Chris at KBOI.com and Mike at KBOI.com. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question on the way in 20 minutes. $50 gift certificate to Costa Vida of yours. If you can answer our uh, question, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Service and Silverhawk Realty. Local company with a global network. Call today for your real estate needs at 208 888 4128 in 1984 and what a great year for music there were only five number one albums for the entire year it was the fewest number of number one albums during any year in history an all-time low uh, why because four of the albums combined spent 51 weeks at number one one album spent one week at number one our question today is, what is that album that only spent one week at number one? If you know the answer, stick around. Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Two Native American tribes are considering building casinos near Mountain Home. Boise Dev's Margaret Carmel reports, Eastern Idaho's Shoshone-Bannock tribe purchased land on I-84 at exit 95 and developed a plan for a large casino, hundreds of hotel rooms, a horse race track, and more. But the Shoshone-Paiute tribe from the Idaho-Nevada border says they're looking at a casino in Mountain Home too. That tribe says it's located closer to the city and accused the larger Shoshone-Bannock tribe of trying to bully it. The full story on BoiseDev.com lays out the plans and what role Governor Little and the federal government may play. I'm Boise Dev's Don Day on News Talk, KBOI. Hmm. Might not have to travel <laughs> two hours and 45 minutes yeah, but to your jackpot. Favorite, your favorite game is what? Poker, right? Yeah. I would still and have to travel to jackpot. You, you wouldn't be able to play poker uh, uh, in Mountain Home. Yeah, you'd have to go to Nevada. Although I, 
if I want to play poker now, I can legally play it in Ontario. Ontario, Oregon, it's legal. They have a poker house in oh, Ontario. Okay. Um, if I want to play illegally, which I would never do. Is it legal to play nickel ante poker? Yeah, finding somebody to do it with you, it's legal. But We just used to do that in the dorm in college. That's illegal. Because you went to college here in Iowa. That's illegal. Mm-hmm. Chris, that is illegal. You shouldn't have been doing that. Well, I should uh, pay taxes on my winnings then? Not only that, but it was just illegal to do You should be in the hooskow right now. I think now. after four years, I think I was up about 65 cents. <laughs> um. I mean, literally, Nate and I talked about this uh, during his show yesterday. If if you want to find a game of poker, there's probably one going on right now. I, yes, I know it's 8 o'clock in the morning, but there are some that go all night long. Um, during the day and evening, if you want to play a game of poker here in the Treasure Valley, there are numerous places that you can you can play. But? Not legally. Yeah, you could be raided, as you know. Mm-hmm. Personally, no. Um, but this would... Uh, I'm curious, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Um, if this does happen, I mean, you're, you're still looking at an hour drive. Does this make a difference to you? I know a lot of people love the slots, and that's what your Indian casinos here in Idaho, pretty much that's, that's what you're going to be doing. Slot machines? Slot machines. I think they can do Keno. I personally, I've never been into an Indian casino in Idaho. Did you know that? I know that's hard to believe. I haven't either. I have not been into an Indian casino here in Idaho. I've played golf at the Indian casino um, up in North Idaho, just outside of Worley. Great golf course, Circling Raven. But I have not gone across the street to play any sort of games of chance. Well, see, I was just in Jackpot seventeen years ago. <laughs> Is that the last time you were there? Yeah. Um. But the reason I don't is because they don't have the games that I like to play. I like to play craps. I like to play mm-hmm. blackjack. I like to play um, poker. And roulette? you can't, you can't, no, roulette is uh, uh, Baccarat. Baccarat, I don't know enough about. Roulette, it, it's too much in the favor of the house. All games are in favor of the house. But if you play correctly, you can get craps and blackjack down to um, about point oh eight percent in favor anyway, of the house. Blackjack, anyway, you have a fighting chance, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, same with craps if you play it correctly and and play the odds, but I'm curious if they built a, an Indian casino. Is it is it something you think that you would do, or would you still be traveling to Las Vegas, Reno, jackpot, whatever? Especially the horse racing track. I'm curious about that because I used to love to go to the horse races, but I lived ten minutes away from the horse track, so it was easy for me to go. Yeah. I, it would be a little more difficult now living in Napa because it'd be an hour and 10, 15-minute drive to go to the horse races. I may do it occasionally, but it's not something that I would do on a regular basis like I, I did when the horse track was open you know, at the fairgrounds. Laidwell Park. Yeah. Bob, Nampa, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning, guys. How are you doing this morning? Good. Well, I am, I am in favor of a casino or casinos being built in Idaho, but my question is, is why is it limited to Indian building the casino off of reservation property shouldn't anybody if, if we're going to say you're going to have you can have a reservation at mountain home why can't anybody that wants to build one build one eh, too many people have reservations about it <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't okay. Indian- bob do not encourage him <laughs> no, and, and I've been in a few of the Indian casinos in different states and what have you, and I just don't care for them. 
I don't know what it is, but they just don't they don't feel right. They're they're, they're not a Nevada casino, and uh, I don't play slot machines. You know, they're kind of like redheaded women. It's best if I just stay away from them. They don't like me, and I don't like them. And uh, so enough. I don't play them. I, if I can't play cards or whatever, I'm not going. But yeah, well, it just seems unfair to me to to limit it to one particular group that can do this. Yeah, I I know. I mean, I can just give you the reason. It's state law. Yeah, and and they for the most part are considered their own nation. I mean, there well, there are limits to that. Their own nation on that, that brings up a whole other discussion. But uh, it, okay, on reservation property, if they can do what they want to do, but why can why could they do it off of reservation property? That's because once they buy that yeah, property, in, it belongs to the reservation. In nineteen in nineteen eighty eight, okay. uh, an act was passed by Congress that said they could. So there you yeah. go. Uh, it's, well, I know it's I know this, it's semantics, but yeah, that's that's basically the reason. Because we thought the same thing. Have this, if we're going to have this sovereign nation within our nation, shouldn't they have to have a visa to leave their sovereign nation and come into mine? Shouldn't they have to pay their own bills? Well, shouldn't I mean, they, uh, considering they well, were they here first, but those are, those are the differences between other nations yeah. and actually the yeah. Indian nations. And and if you want to if you want to get technical about it. Maybe we are the ones that should have to have visas to get in to their places because, I mean, after all, they were here first. Nah, well, that may be. They also lost the fight, but, or, well, supposedly lost the fight. But you know what? They didn't spring out of the ground one day. They came from somewhere at some point. And uh, so, yeah, I guess it's a matter of timing. But uh, I, I name throughout history, name one other civilization that has been was conquered, you know, by another civilization that has been treated as well as the American Indian. You know, they're in most cases they were just killed outright or enslaved or whatever happened. Here, uh, we we pay them and take care of them. And uh, <laughs> well, now now a lot. I mean, a lot of them were killed and enslaved. You know, when well, when it was happening again, so. they lost. They lost the fight. Yeah. It was just that simple. But Thank anyway, you for the call. You guys have a good day. You too. Uh, ben and Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Morning. Hey, this casino, would it be built on or off the reservation? Off. Off the reservation. Off. So that means they would end up paying taxes. Yes. Huh? Yes. One, one would assume, yes. The uh, Shoshone-Bannock tribe has already purchased a plot of 157 acres for its projects. They have renderings of the proposal and everything. So th- they're that far down the line. Okay, well, I'm not in favor of it, but if they do, I want to make sure they pay taxes. I, I would guess, I would imagine that they have to pay taxes because it's not... Res, "Quote unquote reservation land on a specific yeah. reservation, but they the have only, purchased the property, so I think, they I think they the will only, be paying property taxes." I think the only gambling not uh, susceptible to uh, taxes is uh, church bingo, right? Well, the casinos on the reservations don't pay taxes. Okay, but you if you if you have winnings, you have to pay your taxes. Well, you do if yeah. you if you're a visitor, yeah. Yeah, even if, if I'm I on do, even yeah. if I'm on the reservation, I believe right. even they, even if I am a Native that. American and I gamble on the reservation, I still have to pay taxes on my winnings. On your winnings, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks for the call. But they don't have to. Yep, yep. Appreciate it, uh, Patrick Caldwell. We got about thirty seconds here. Hey, uh, just a quick traffic report. 
you had a gentleman call in earlier this morning about the intersection of Cherry and Madison. Mm-hmm. I just had to drive through the grass to avoid a crash at the intersection of Cherry and Madison. So there you are. Call of what, an hour? Wow. That, that's a very quick prediction. Kind of surprised we didn't hear that from him. And so, well, you know, I happen to be driving by, and it, it yeah. just happened. Yeah. Like, that's a, reported, that is so a very fast prediction happened. right there. Um, thank you for uh, letting us know. Um, apparently that, like I said, I'm not, I'm not aware of that intersection, but apparently it sounds like it is extremely dangerous. Next time, just fly over it, Patrick. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll get back to open phones Friday coming up after news at the bottom of the hour. When we come back, though, we have a chance for you to pick up a $50 gift certificate to Costa Vida with our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. It's on the way next. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. A22, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. Uh, it's time for a Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, $50 gifts to get Costa Vida up for grabs. And Linda, Linda, Linda's going to get first crack at it. <laughs> All right, Linda, in 1984, there were only five number one albums for the entire year. It was the fewest number of albums during any year in history, an all-time low. And it was because uh, four of those albums spent a combined 51 weeks at number one. There was one album, though, that spent only one week. Our question today is, what is that album that in that year was one of the five that spent time at number one but only spent one week there? What is Sports by Huey Lewis and the News? Look at that. A All Jeopardy right. watcher. What is Sports by Huey Lewis and the right News? On. Linda, congratulations. That is it. You've got a $50 gift certificate to uh, Costa Vida. Um, what a great year for music that year. Michael Jackson's Thriller um, spent the first 15 weeks at number one. Now, you keep in mind, though, Michael Jackson's Thriller had a whole bunch of weeks at number one in 1983 also. And it was actually released in, in very late 1982. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe the greatest album of all time. The Footloose soundtrack uh, spent the next 10 weeks there. Then Sports by Huey Lewis in the News for one week. Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA for four. And then Prince's Purple Rain spent the last 22 weeks. Wow. At number one in 1984. Congratulations. Hang on the line, uh, Linda. Uh, $50 gift certificate to Coast Every one of those people was in We Are the World, too. Oh, that's true. Very good point. Um, Coming up, phone lines back open. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Um, It is Open Phones Friday, brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian. If you uh, are not able to call us, we understand, but you can still partake in Open phones Friday by emailing. Uh, email Mike at KBOI.com or Chris at KBOI.com. Send us an instant message through our fan page on Facebook. You can also text us, same as our main number at 208 336 Actually, come to think of it, Prince showed up for uh, uh, <laughs> We Are the World, but he didn't like waiting around, so he left before they recorded anything. Well, he was kind of part of it. That's an interesting tidbit. I didn't realize yeah. that because, I, yeah, I knew he was, he was there, but he didn't record anything. No, he huh? didn't. Couldn't wait. Wow. Um, don't forget, coming up here in just about 35 minutes from right now, if you like Costa Vida and you didn't get a chance to get in this week uh, to win with our Casper and Christie on your impossible question, our KBOI sweet deal of the week, one of the deals, we got a double shot for you, is Costa Vida. Uh, the other deal is Blaze Pizza. 
any one of the locations for Blaze Pizza in the Treasure Valley, any one of the locations for Costa Vida, you can use your gift certificate. It is half price beginning at 9 o'clock. You just go to KBOI.com, click on that Sweet Deals link. And if you've never, if you've never bought any of our Sweet Deals before, I suggest you do that ahead of time so that you can get your paperwork filled out um, because there is some things that you have to fill out before you push the buy button. Uh, but these things always sell fast. I'm just going to hazard a guess that there will be uh, none left after about five minutes. So make sure you're there just before uh, 9 o'clock. And then don't forget to hit that refresh button. You can't just sit there and wait. You have to hit your refresh button right at 9 o'clock uh, to get it underway when it goes live. But that's KBOI.com. Click on the Sweet Deals link. We'll take a break. Coming up next, we've got news at the bottom of the hour once again for you. And then more Open Phones Friday. Uh, we do have phone lines open right now. Uh, we've cleared them for you. So if you want to get through, you can do that. You can also email us or text us. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Open phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless, and just listening to that traffic report. Uh, it still just absolutely amazes me yeah, that an hour ago... We had a gentleman call up and say he was very concerned uh, that uh, at Cherry Lane and Madison, there was he, he was he guaranteed there was going to be an accident very soon, and he would call us when there was, and what was it, 45 minutes later... Somebody else called, mm-hmm. and Patrick called, and uh, reported an accident at that exact spot, and it was just in the traffic report as well. And, of course, we had to just think for a second, do you think he went over there and caused an accident <laughs> just to be right? But no, I don't think so. I, I've never heard a prediction come true that, that soon. Absolutely crazy. So just be aware that that's the date, apparently a dangerous intersection. Um, apparently the stock market does not like what Jerome Powell um, said about half an hour ago about the uh, Fed rate and what the state of the economy is because uh, immediately thereafter and up till now, the stock market, the Dow anyway, has uh, dropped nearly 400 points. It was all over the place earlier. As a matter of fact, uh, at one point it was up uh, about 140, but now down 400 points. So we've seen a 500, more than 500 point swing this morning in we don't know what's going to happen as far as the Fed rate next month when they set the Fed rate. Um, basically, they listen to Jerome Powell's tone <laughs> in how he's talking about what's what, what happened in the meetings Uh-oh, this week. Oh, he sneezed. Sell, sell. <laughs> that, it, you're, you're not wrong. I know. Um, because basically all he did was have a talk, talk a little bit about what they talked about in the meeting in Jackson Hole, and uh, then he goes back to fishing or whatever he's doing in Jackson Hole, and the stock market drops over uh, 1%. The Dow, anyway, drops over 1.2%, down about 1.2% as of right now. Mike writes in and says, why are Republicans fielding a conspiracy theory regarding the bill that provides the IRS $80 billion in additional funding over the next 10 years? Across social media, prominent Republicans and the right-wing media have attacked that provision as a threat to all Americans, but particularly Republicans who will allegedly be raided by armed IRS agents. With such threats being taken seriously by radical right-wing Americans, IRS has started a security review following the GOP conspiracy theory. Actually, the funds will go to hiring more IRS personnel, some agents, others support over 10 years, since almost half who are eligible to retire in that time 
we are spending more money that should not be necessary. Thanks, Senator Grassley, Representative Kevin McCarthy, and Fox News. That was from Mike. I I hope that's the case, but you you tend to fear the unknown. I mean, the stock market does the same thing. When when you don't know what's going on, the stock market is is afraid of that. Um, when you you know that the IRS is going to be spending eighty billion dollars to hire eighty seven thousand agents, they all all have to have something to do. And I get it. You know, we hear that there are a lot of agents that are going to be retiring within the next five years. They need to replace those. Um, I get that. We also know that anybody who's tried to call the IRS in the last two years, they don't pick up the phone on the second ring. Remember your grandma? She used to say, hey, if you don't pick up the phone on the second ring, it's rude. <laughs> the IRS. My, my grandma was a tad slower than that. The IRS almost never picks up the phone. Um Matter of fact, there was a study here over the last two years, and uh, only one in ten people who call the IRS actually get through to a live person the first time they call. Well, ten percent. Ten percent. That that's not good. So when you when you have that going on, I, I think that those agents and they just announced, by the way, the IRS just announced that they are going to start spending a portion of their eighty billion dollars to hire people to answer the phones that that news came out yesterday that's the first place that they're going to be spending money the other place and and this was something i thought about last week when the news story broke that there is an estimated half a trillion with a t dollars 500 billion dollars in fraud having to do with the covid19 funding that was released over the last two years so we're talking ppp loans unemployment fraud uh, from people because, you know, if you got a, unemployment's benefits were extended if you didn't have a job or you got let go. We, and we're an example. We got forced to take three-week layoffs during COVID from our company. And that was a way so they didn't have to fire anybody or let anybody go. They just said, if everybody in the company would take three weeks off, we can keep all our employees. And they did, which was a great thing. However, Taking uh, three weeks of unpaid leave off, you know, definitely hurts you. But as as part of the deal, normally you wouldn't get a take on employment during something like that. Mm-hmm. But the the government said no. In this case, if you lay somebody off short term for a week, two weeks, three weeks, like we were, right, you'll be allowed to take unemployment benefits. Um, there were so many people that. And this happened to me, for instance, I got a a notification on email that says your unemployment request has been turned down. And I'm like, I didn't make an unemployment request. What the hell's going on? And called them up and found out somebody had tried to take out a request for unemployment in my name. And there were millions and millions of dollars that were lost because there were companies that were put together specifically to steal people's unemployment benefits. Now, did they know who who the person was? No. Okay. No. They, it wasn't me. That that's all I knew. I hadn't right. hadn't done it. Um, so my thought is, if you're going to use that eighty billion dollars to go after the people that committed fraud in any way, shape, or form, having to do with COVID funds that were released, more power to you. Go after those people. Find who they are. Put them in jail and recover every bit of that money. Because that's our money. That was taxpayer money that was used fraudulently. If you're going to use IRS agents to do that, I am 100% for it. 
for that. Well, that is one of the reasons they, they're, they're having them. Now, uh, this uh, instant message is not signed, but he says, I hope the guy that was going to call back was not actually involved in the accident. They say you're most likely to be in a wreck within a mile of your home. I, be, I don't. I don't know if he lived close to there or not. Yeah, he just that said would be that horrible. He knew of it for a fact. But you, you remember? I think he drives through there quite a bit, didn't he? Say you remember the guy that read that most accidents happen at home, so he moved. <laughs> uh, no, I did not know that. Yeah, that was a while back. Um, I knew we were uh, going to get some emails on this, and sure enough, we have. Um, we had told you about the uh, study released in the New England Journal of Medicine that came out from the uh, medical school in uh, Minnesota. There's also another sur- survey that was uh, done. Was this was this uh, like University of Minnesota or was this yes. Mayo, Mayo Clinic? It no, was University of Minnesota. University of Minnesota and also okay. Duke University Medical Clinic. Um, just in, tuned, in North Carolina. Yeah. Just tuned in. Are you saying there's a new study out that claims hydroxy, ivermectin, etc. don't work? For even one person in your study, first of all, it's not my study. I didn't publish it. I didn't take part in it. I know nothing about it. I just passed it along. If that's your claim, it's way off. There are thousands of examples from individual doctors clear up to city, states, and even complete countries where they handed out blister packs of ivermectin. The results are recorded and are amazing. Your study reminds me of the lying one that was in the Lancet during COVID that they had to retract. I'm not saying anything. I told you that when I said when, when, when I gave you the results of the study, I said, I'm just passing along the information from the New England Journal of Medicine who posted the study from the University of Minnesota and also from Duke University. And yes, in that study, none of the medications showed any impact on the primary outcome, which included experiencing low oxygen. That's according to the University of Med- uh, Minnesota uh, Medical School. Um, so it didn't help any one of the 1,300 people in this in this when, blind study. When I had COVID, that was my biggest problem, is not being able to catch my breath. Like I'd turn over in bed and be out of breath. And I think a lot of people were have suffered from the same thing. Some of them, long-term, still yeah. can't get their breath, you know, a year later. Uh, let's see. The Authentic Fudge Man writes in, if that is his real name. And says, documents removed from Trump's Florida residence include materials marked as top secret and meant to be viewed only in secure government facilities. Federal agents who executed the warrant did so to, one, investigate potential crimes violating the Espionage Act, which outlaws the unauthorized retention of national security information that could harm the United States or aid a foreign adversary, and two, a federal law that makes it a crime to destroy or conceal a document to obstruct a government investigation. And three, there is another statute associated with the unlawful removal of government materials. Rather than up to five years in jail, Trump is more likely to flee to a mansion in Moscow near his buddy Vladimir. That was, again, the authentic fudge man. You might want to take authentic off uh, your, your first part of your name. Uh, Lisa at the gym, I just yelled, oh, my God, out loud in front of everybody at the gym. Are you guys planting colors to get the conversation going, or are your real listeners really this ignorant? Have we gotten to the point where what happened with Native Americans is a fairy tale? Did he not learn about the treaties? Their new neighbors broke. How they were cheated, abused, and relocated oh, was, by force? This was the caller who had said that... Uh, 
nobody we treated we no, treat no, Indians were nobody very well. who was conquered in history was ever treated better than American yeah. Indians. That's what he said. They lost the fight? Question mark. I understand that was a while ago, but it's just blatantly uh, forgetting history and rewriting history and make us the saviors. That's delusional. I don't know. I don't know Lisa at the gym, but uh, I get a picture of somebody at the gym yelling, "Oh my God!" And everybody looking. Is she okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll take a break. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless. A lot more emails to get to. Phone lines are open. It is Open Phones Friday. Brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian. Get in today. Over three hundred different energy drinks for you to choose from. Start your day out right. Energy drink, and then get yourself a Krispy Kreme donut. Yeah, they have Krispy Kreme donuts too. Fast Eddie's in Meridian. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Dow is down 418 points. Standard & Poor's 64 points. NASDAQ down 244 points this morning. All of those indexes dropped immediately after Jerome Powell made his uh, comments from Jackson Hole after the meeting this week. So... Apparently, stock market not liking what they're hearing. Guessing that means an increase in uh, rates going to be coming in September. Um, don't get a chance to uh, see it, but um, uh, Powell's comments are what is driving. We're watching the cryon across the bottom, uh, what driving the uh, sell-off today uh, on the stock market. It is Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about this morning. Uh, Kent wants to talk about the uh, study published in the New England Journal of Medicine from the University of Minnesota. It says, you ever hear of somebody winning the lottery? Sometimes you can beat the odds. Maybe there were 1,300 people that did not respond. Maybe it was by chance that only 1,300 people, for that matter, responded. The fact remains, some people would respond good, bad, and nothing. If you keep testing, results can be manipulated to favor or not favor something. In any case, it's far more likely money-motivated than an actual care of our health. So the moral of that story, don't believe any study that comes out of anywhere for pretty, any reason. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And, and by the way, uh, in case you, you had missed it, apparently you did, Kent, um, they didn't ask for people to respond. They actually studied 1,300 people that took part in the study. So right. it wasn't like, hey, I'm not going to respond or I'm not going to do this. These were 1,300 people. All of them, by the way, and, and I said this, had been vaccinated. All of them were also overweight. So all 1,300 people that they tested, the three different off-label medications to try and no, see it if was, it improved. Um, it, was, it was Minneapolis. Did they try to find underweight people? And just couldn't? <laughs> uh, that, that, that might be a possibility. <laughs> uh, text message in at 208-336-3700. Different subject here for you this morning. Uh, our new California neighbors texted my son on his second day of teaching high school art and said, remember, you're not there to teach art. You're there to teach our kids about the world and to influence their life. Grr. Who, who sent that to him? Um, apparently a neighbor sent that to this person's son, who is a teacher in Montana. Our conservative son is teaching in Montana where all teachers were told to stick to their subject and refer other subjects like pronouns to their parents. Unless, of course, you're an English teacher and, and it's kind of hard to just say, oh, go ask your parents about pronouns. Um, would our neighbor 
say that to a math teacher, a science teacher. Yes, they would. We love our neighbors, but there's but we are scared if Idaho or Montana education is watered down by liberals. That comes from years, years ago. Andy Rooney uh, had uh, he had written a book and talked about a particular teacher. He he had seen his obituary and remembered having him as a high school teacher, and he was listed as a history teacher. He says, I didn't even remember that he taught history because he taught life. He says this was a guy who, no matter what the subject was, would tell you something that seemed extremely sensible and, you know, guided a whole generation or more of of kids, probably more than one generation. Uh, But he said that the one thing he remembers about him is that he just he he was very wise and and he taught life and uh, uh, like he said he didn't even, didn't even remember that the subject necessarily was history, but a good teacher can do more than one thing. Yeah, a yeah. good teacher can and should you know, like an art teacher can teach you art, but can also teach you how art affects society and and the history of art and all sorts of things and their opinion of art. I find it funny that they, in the email, said, you're not hired to teach art. It's like, no, that's specifically the title. Uh, that's what yeah, I am hired that's, that's why they called me art teacher. <laughs> Sam writes in, um, why haven't there been any hurricanes this year yet? I thought there was supposed to be unrelenting hurricane seasons due to global this warming is, and um, climate change. Where are all these hurricanes? This will, if there's not a hurricane or a named storm in the next five days, it will be the first time that we've ever gone through August without one. In, in history. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as the why, uh, I don't think that uh, any of us really had that much to do with it. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We'll take a break. We've got news coming up here at the top of the hour. It is Open Phones Friday. What do you want to talk about? Here's your chance to do it. One more hour of the show on the way. Don't forget, KBOI Sweet Deals underway in just a couple of minutes. Go to KBOI.com. Click on that Sweet Deal link and take advantage. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 906. That's right, 906. And if you hurry right now, go to KBOI.com. You might be able to get a Blaze Pizza gift certificate. Although at Six minutes after when they went on sale, there were only 53 left, 49. I just did a quick refresh. Costa Vida sold out in two minutes and 56 seconds. So apparently people went for the Costa Vida first. Now maybe they're going in uh, to try to get for the Blaze Pizza. By the way, there were 200 gift certificates that were up for sale. A lot of times um, we sell, yeah, a lot of times we sell 100 gift certificates um, when our sweet deal goes on sale. There were 200. That went for two minutes and 56 seconds. There are 200 Blaze Pizza gift certificates that were also a part of our sweet deal. We had two sweet deals this week. And uh, like I said, there were seven minutes in now. Let me do a quick uh, refresh. We're under 50 uh, gift certificates for Blaze Pizza. Now there's only 40, so you're going to have to hurry. $50 gift certificate for only 25 bucks is what you pay. And by the way, it is also just like Costa Vida, good at any location uh, that Blaze Pizza has in the Treasure Valley. One of those locations, by the way, is at the Boise Spectrum. That's where Nate Shelman's going to be broadcasting live this afternoon for the Hometown Happy Hour. If you want to get in to enjoy some great food, cold beverages, and uh, have to put up with Nate Shelman, um, get in there this afternoon beginning at 3 o'clock. Blaze Pizza, Hometown Happy Hour, 
brought to you by our friends at Cloverdale Plumbing. John has written in and says, to all the listeners that have their panties in a bunch, you know, that would be a good slogan for Costco, wouldn't it? Get your panties in a bunch. You can get your panties in a bunch at Costco. To all the listeners that have their panties in a bunch over whatever irks them, today is National Dog Day. Yes, dog days of summer, too. Spend some time with your four-legged friend and have some fun with them. You might find it makes you happy, too. Perhaps even do it more often than only on National Dog Day. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. It is also open phones Friday. Um, taking your calls, you'll talk about anything you want to talk about today. You can also email Chris at KBOI.com or Mike at KBOI.com. Um, we were talking uh, about the story that the IRS is going to be spending a portion of their $80 billion budget to start hiring uh, new employees. Uh, and the first people that they're going to be hiring is uh, phone operators because it's Nearly impossible to get to a live person when you call the IRS these days. I told you a story yesterday. We met with our CPA yesterday, and she said, in which she has to call the IRS and, and get interpretations and ask questions a lot. She says she has to call 10 or 15 times before she can ever get through to somebody that can answer her question, which is really expensive when you're paying somebody by the hour, $50, dollars $200 an hour as CPA's charge. Because you get charged that if she's working on your file, um, even though she doesn't get to talk to somebody, she's trying to call somebody. So this this is not a bad thing. If you anybody who's in the last two years tried to call the IRS um, to ask questions or get help, you know how difficult it is. The thing that a lot of people worry about, and in, in talking about, you know that, and, and I know we we got an email and it's like these people aren't going to be hired to audit you. Some of them are. And the, the, the fear is the IRS disproportionately targets low-income Americans when it conducts tax audits each year. Households with less than $25,000 in earnings are five times as likely to be audited by the agency than anyone else, according to recent analysis of tax data from fiscal year 2021 by the Transactional Records Access Clearinghouse at Syracuse University. $25,000. That's... I don't, you don't need, you can't, you can't even live on 25,000. I know people do, but that's, I, that's got to be poverty line for most people, right? $25,000 a year? Well, you have to live rather sparsely in this day and age on that, but you can. According to the uh, Syracuse study, more than half of the correspondence audits initiated by the IRS in 2021, 54% involved low income workers with gross receipts of less than $25,000 who claimed the earned income tax credit an anti-poverty measure. The uh, discrepancy is primarily due to high-income taxpayers having complex investments that can easily shroud the gaps between taxes owed and paid versus taxes reported and paid. The IRS has maintained it will not increase audits on households earning less than $400,000 if the $80 billion in funding uh, it, it did become improved, uh, become improved. But as we heard from Senator Mike Crapo last week, he had asked, who's a ranking member of the finance committee had asked for an amendment on the bill that stated that none of this money would be used for anybody making less than $200,000 on increased audits on those people. And they voted down the amendment to the bill, (laughs) which, you know, right there is like, okay, if you're saying that we're not going to do this, why don't you put it in writing? Uh But they refused to put it in writing. Let's see instant message here. It's not signed. It says, I love the way you guys poke fun on all the laws you break the law. 
it must be nice knowing people in high places. Maybe that's how you guys are paid, and you just don't realize it. Just saying. What is he? T- what's this person talking uh, about? We were talking about poker earlier, and you pointed out that uh, you can find a poker game anywhere uh, mm-hmm. at any time if you know where to look. Mm-hmm. And I said that we used to play poker in the dorms. It was nickel ante poker, so we played for nickels, dimes, and quarters. And I don't think you could. I don't think you could raise anybody more than a quarter in the game. Right. Uh, and uh, I pointed out that after four years, I think I was ahead 65 cents. And you think that's because Chris knows somebody in high places that allows him to play poker with people in his dorm room in college? T- to be fair, the last time I played poker was probably about 1987. Um, n- nobody in high places helped me break the law when I broke the law. I, I, I totally admit I was... Originally found innocent. Yeah. You were at a, a poker game. and But on appeal, I was found guilty. And uh, it, uh, it was raided by the police. Mm-hmm. They had an under, undercover agent who was playing in the game at the time. We should have suspected something. He bought in for only $100. <laughs> it's like, that's weird. Why? That guy's only $100. So, you know, we would, you know, in our game, we'd buy in for a nickel. And that's not a euphemism for anything else. It's a nickel. Right. The one with Thomas Jefferson on it. Hey, I, I admitted, I, like I said, I, I actually I wasn't found guilty. I was found innocent, and then I pled guilty is what happened because they took away all use of evidence we had used in the original case, and there was no evidence we could present that I could have been found innocent. So I paid my fine. I think it was like a three, $270, $300 fine, something like that, and... And moved on. Well, it wasn't like we were listing laws we break. I was just saying that I used to, you know, for about four years in the dorms, I played poker. But by very, letter very, of the law, that, that would very, be illegal. Very, yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose How so, many people? I mean, very, you play, very, 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 very low. Playing uh, poker stakes. with your family. Fantasy. If you play fantasy football, guess what? You're breaking the law. If Unless you play, you're if doing you it for, for free. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, there are a lot of places online where you can play it. And if you win, you just get a congratulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, this instant message is not signed. It says, what happens if I am audited but have not worked for years? Uh, my guess is you'll be fine because if you haven't worked for years, you probably don't owe any income tax, which is, you know, what they're checking on. Now, if you've received a lot of money back in returns and haven't filed the tax, uh, haven't worked in years, you may have a problem there. Uh, Bruce. Loman, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning, gentlemen. This is Bruce Lund with the uh, Loman uh, Fire Department. We want to invite everyone back to our annual fundraiser, which is a huge part of our budget. September 3rd, uh, 5 to 9 p.m. Uh, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll be serving bratwurst, corn, and uh, beer. And after that, uh, bingo. So, we're raffling off some great stuff, a shotgun, a handmade quilt, uh, another wood splitter, uh, annual tradition. So we uh, uh, 8,000 Highway 21, uh, September 3rd, 5 o'clock. Very there, cool. Square. All right, very cool. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. Thanks for sharing that, Bruce. Yeah, appreciate it. All righty. God bless you guys. Have a great day. All right, thank you. John in Nampa, good morning. You're on Newstock KBOI. Yes, the IRS and the 87,000 armed uh, agents coming after you. They are, the reason why it's the 25,000 limit 
is because those are the people who can't afford a lawyer to contest whatever it is they deem um, legal in their eyes. They're, they're going to redefine what, what is a violation and what is not. Yeah, they're, they're, they're easier to go after and cost less money to they're get right. their money out back. Of course, the reward they, is not yes, very they, great. Yes, they've calculated the win-loss uh, ch- uh, chart of how much money they can extract, extort, whatever you want to call it, compared to what they would lose if it went to court and what they had to settle for. So they just figure that's the that's number one reason. And the number two reason is if you've got any cash at all, you know, stuck into the mattress, they're going to confiscate that under the guise of an investigation. And you will never get that cash back. You might get something back in like kind, like Bitcoin or something, but you're not going to get ever, ever get the cash back. Where did so, you, that, where did you uh, hear this? Well, they've already started that kind of thing, but with uh, police uh, police officers, but not, uh, let's see, sheriff's office are pulling people over that you know. What uh, are those box? Those cars called the uh, armored cars that transport transport money back and forth to banks. Mm-hmm. They pull them over and go through it, and if they think it's from a business that that has to do with marijuana, they'll confiscate all the money. And then turn it over to the government, the federal government. The federal government gives that that precinct back a certain amount for uh, for their troubles, I guess. Uh, 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 they're working by commission now. And then when it goes to court, they say, "Well, we don't have the money. We can't give it back because we don't have it. The federal government's got it." So they've. It's been. It's this has been in the works for a while. They want to get rid of cash, just like got rid of uh, gold. They're going to get rid of cash money. And you're so an important tip that we've learned here this morning, and we'd like to say that if you listen to uh, us every morning, you're going to learn something, is if you have cash, don't put it in your mattress. Put it someplace else where they can't find it. I would suggest that, yeah. All right. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We'll take a break. Emails, yes, you can get those in, too. I know it's open phones Friday, but some some. Businesses don't like their people being on the phones talking to radio stations. So if you'd like to email us, you can do that. Chris at KBOI.com or Mike at KBOI.com. Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It's Open Phones Friday, brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian. Want to uh, get in and get the uh, cheapest gas you can find, or at least the most inexpensive gas you can find. It's great gas. It's not cheap gas. It's it's high-quality gas, but it's cheap if you can get $1.40 a gallon off your fill-up, and you can do that a couple of different ways. Uh, number one, 10 cents a gallon for your Chevron card. Another 30 cents a gallon off for a full service car wash and a dollar up to a dollar off for your Albertsons reward card. On every fill up, you can get that. Take advantage today. Get into Fast Eddie's and Meridian. Find out how you can do that. Uh, California moving towards banning new cars officially yesterday voted and passed running only on gas. They will ban all cars sold new in the state in by 2035. That run on gas. That run on gasoline. Okay. You'll still be able to own a gas-powered car, but you will no longer be able to purchase a brand-new car in the state starting in 2035. 
I rode home in a uh, an all electric car yesterday. Uh, you know, I take I take Uber, mm-hmm. and uh, a Tesla picked me up. Uh, I ha- I had to look up from what I was doing because there, it made no noise whatsoever when it arrived. But uh, it had the um, it, it there was a screen, you know, where the modern vehicles have a a screen, you know, where you can have safety protocols and things like that. And it had the best safety graphics I have ever seen in any vehicle. Uh, it it was picturing from both sides of your car. It had little graphics that showed you like where the other cars are, uh, what the uh, you know upcoming turn looks like, just everything. It was it was it was pretty high tech. I can't even describe it. Yeah. I don't know the name of any of it, but it was all safety uh, features. Let's see, Robert writes in and says. So if an Indian reservation can build a casino off the reservation, why can't I? Uh, short answer is Congress has never passed a law saying that you can, right. but they have passed a law saying that uh, uh, that Native Americans can do that. But uh, And I don't even believe that Native American individuals can do it. It has to be the actual tribe. The actual tribe doing it, right? It's not, as far as I know. yeah. As far I, I, I think that's also the case that it's not an individual that can go. Well, I'm going to go buy 400 acres of land and I'm going to make my own casino because I'm a Native American. I'm allowed to do that. I think it's only tribes that are allowed to do it, not individual citizens. Because even though you're a Native American and Native American is a separate deemed a separate nation, you are still a citizen of the United States. John says, regarding the COVID treatments not be working, for some it doesn't work. The problem is they only report the failures because cause good news doesn't make the headlines. They, they would, if, if it were doing yeah, well, that I makes think, no sense whatsoever. I, no, they, they report the findings, whatever they are. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I mean, there's no reason not to say if something doesn't work, it would be good news in the uh, treatment and it would be, you know, something, just another bullet in the chamber that you can use. I, I don't agree with that at all. This uh, this one's not signed. It says, I am amazed at how many doctors we have in the Valley. Not only do we have an abnormal amount of doctors here, but they all have the time to hold for who knows how long just to get on air and offer their medical advice <laughs> completely free without even knowing their patients, let alone actually examining them. One of these medical experts says he doesn't trust a study out of a Minnesota university, but we should trust some random person who's called into a radio uh, person. Crazy. Uh, freaking just wrote in. That freaking? is your real name. Yeah. Um, people that are freaking out over gas-powered cars, I wonder if the people freaked out that drove horse and buggies when gas-powered cars 100 years ago started coming around. Or the steam ones? Pro- probably not, but here there is one difference. Governments were not forcing you to buy a vehicle back then, like, or not allowing you to not buy a horse and buggy back then. If you still yeah. wanted to, to drive a horse and buggy or, you know, you wanted to buy a brand new horse and buggy, the government didn't step in and say, nah, not in this state, you can't. <laughs> You've got to buy a gas power or steam powered vehicle. You cannot own a new buggy or some buggy in this state. Considerably less fascist, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Kent says most HOAs ban or heavily restrict the use of clotheslines in a person's yard. In our world today, it makes sense to allow, even encourage people to use the solar energy to dry clothes. It is a win-win in that it would reduce energy consumption, lower family expenses, 
and extend the life of clothing. I believe all HOAs should amend the CCRs to allow the use of clotheslines to help families and the environment. The time has come. Now, when, when you hang your clothes out on a line, which, by the way, my mom did when I was little. My mom did. Uh, are you using the sun or the wind? Probably a little bit of both. Okay. I always assumed it was just for the sun. I, and I didn't realize HOAs I mean, didn't allow you. It was just for the wind, not the sun. I didn't know HOAs didn't allow you to have hang your clothes outside. And now I'd, I would imagine they wouldn't allow you to leave your clothes outside for days and days and days on end. Um, but mean, I do. Even in your backyard, huh? Yeah. I, I, I've, I've, I've never heard of that before, but maybe known, it's true. I don't know. Not known many people who had their clothes lined in their front yard. Um, it, is, it is a little bit weird. Now, I do know, and I don't understand this, there are subdivisions who don't allow solar panels on homes due to HOA rules. That's weird to me. It's like, really? You, you, you don't want... Because, I mean, solar panels just sit on people's roofs. Yeah. So they, you just... Because you don't like the look of the roof that has a solar panel on it, or what? I don't, I don't know. That one, when the HOA starts dictating you can't have a solar powered home, seems weird to me. But this uh, instant message is not signed, but it says, "Breaking History: A White House Memoir by Jared Kushner is now available to order. Are you rushing to buy it? Hardcover, twenty four fifty. Riveting, I am sure." Uh, mm, I'm going to wait until the I, library. I think the. It. Uh, this individual probably assumes it will not be a terribly exciting book. We'll take a break. Uh, our phone lines are full. Stay right where you're at. I promise we're going to get to you when we come back. It is Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Lots of time to still get to you, so don't go anywhere. You can also email us. Uh, by the way, all of our sweet deals are gone. The Blaze Pizza sold out. Costa Vita sold out in 2 minutes and 56 seconds. Uh, congratulations to everybody who was able to get in and get one of their sweet deals. We'll have another sweet deal all set and uh, ready for you. Uh, next Friday. We'll give you the details on that next Monday. KBOI News Time is 9.30. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Oh, I, I used to say this before when I worked at a uh, music station. 25 minutes of nonstop talk, ladies and gentlemen, right now. Thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm. 25 minutes of uh, Open Phones Friday, if you want to get through it. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, Ross in Boise, good morning. Thanks for being patient. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Ross, are you there? I can hear you breathing. All right, we'll put Ross. You talking about Ralph? or Oh, Ralph. Ralph, okay, yes, Ralph. I had a question with the student forgiveness program. Is that a taxable event for the government to get more money back? Um, I, I wish I could tell you yes, um, but no, it is not. Um, oh, e- even though all debts are considered taxable income, that are debts that are forgiven, or if you file for bankruptcy and it's uh, canceled. That is considered taxable income. Biden has said that this will be non-taxed income. Too bad. <laughs> yeah, I, we kind of get screwed twice. Yep. As taxpayers, and for those of us that paid off our loans, that's a double whammy. So, 
Yeah. Anyway, thanks for the information. I'm just curious. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Lyle in Middleton, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Hey, good morning. You know, how can you not feel good about helping a guy who only makes $124,000 pay <laughs> off his student loan debt? I mean, if that doesn't give you a warm feeling, nothing will. Hey, uh, uh, it's Open Life Friday. I live in Middleton, and I'm talking to neighbors about the $59 million bond election that's coming up on Tuesday. $59 million, a $90 million payoff over the 30-year term of the loan. I'm shocked at the number of neighbors who say we didn't know anything about an election coming up on Tuesday, August 30th. You guys are supposed to say, man, we can't believe that either. <laughs> well, except, because, except we see it well, over and over I again. don't really know your neighbors. <laughs> and then, uh, as far as I know, they all can speak and read English. But what I've heard in the past is the school district hands out notes to the kids, go home and tell your parents we need them to vote on this bond. And anybody else is like, okay, if... If they don't know about it, you know what? That's okay. So I just, I just need to try to get the word out. You know, citizens of Middleton, if you're if you're interested in a fifty nine million dollar bond to help the school district, and you can fit that into your budget, you know, Tuesday, get out and um, get not get out and vote accordingly. And I appreciate Open Line Friday. Hey, thank you for listening, uh, Lyle. You, Appreciate it. And you guys aren't you guys aren't bad the other four days of the week either, though. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. I, I think that was a backhanded you compliment, should, you right? See us on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you're not bad the other weeks, uh, but uh, today you're great. Uh, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon Wireless open phones. Friday, Gordon, New Plymouth. Uh, good morning to you. And to you, sir. First, I want to say I'm with Lyle on his comment on helping those affluent people pay off their loans. I, <laughs> that's pretty. That's really true. But I'm really calling about electric cars. You know, a little bit of misinformation slips through you guys onto the airwaves regarding these EVs. Uh, one of the things that consistently comes wrong, even with the evening talk show hosts presented by KBOI, and that is that these batteries don't last very long. I have a friend who has a 2013 Leaf. It's 10 years old now. And when he got it, I think it was used, and he could depend on that for about 90 miles with a full charge. And I th- and he says he's down to about 89 or 88 now. Um, so what? Something, when you're hearing that these batteries don't last, uh, that's, that's really bad information. It's a half a percent to 1% a year that they lose uh, their ability, their ability to, the size of the charge that they can keep diminishes like a half a percent a year, or maybe one. I think you so can drive car, you yeah. can you can kind of compare them because it's a similar battery. I mean, it's not the exact same, but you can, you can compare to your cell phone. I mean, if you've had a cell phone for three or four years, you can tell that the battery doesn't last anywhere near as long as it did when it was new. I saw somebody post... Anywhere. What's that? Anywhere near? Anywhere near? Yeah. Yeah, mine I used I used to be able to go when I when my phone was like brand new and it's a lithium ion battery just like in a uh in an EV car. Um I used to be able to go all day without recharging and have battery power at night by the time I get home. 
If I don't if I don't recharge my phone in the middle of the day, my battery's dead. That's interesting. I I get better performance. I guess is it is it appropriate not to name the company of, of the maker of your phone? Um, it, does, it doesn't really matter. I'm not paid to make it or not make it. Um, my phone is Samsung. Oh, I, I have a Motorola. It, it, maybe you're on the phone a lot more than I am. It seems like I charge it up every like two or three days will go by, and, they, and I'll charge it. I did see uh, somebody had posted yesterday, and, and I don't have any idea how if it is true or not on on facebook they have a, a had a 2014 electric vehicle that they had to replace the battery uh for and showed the invoice from the place that replaced the battery and the battery replacement was twenty seven thousand dollars wow maybe that's an anomaly I don't know. Maybe, I've I've never had a car like I said. I don't, and I don't know. It, it, I'm not saying that the truth because I didn't know the person posting it. I just saw the post and I went, "Wow, it's only 2016 or 2014 rather," and they're replacing the battery, and it's that much for for that. But I mean, cars are cars are expensive. Uh, our news report this morning on our radio station coming into work uh, for the first time ever. The average car price in America right now is $40,000. That's the average price for a car. The average car payment in America right now, you know what the average car payment is? I do not. No. $600 a month. That's the average car payment in America right now. You know, that reminds me of another little bit of information. You mentioned recently that uh, the average cost of an EV was $80,000. But you could go get a new lease for thirty two. So that's way better. Well, it depends on how you use your vehicle. Like, I mean, my wife, I'm sure, would love to have a lease on her vehicle. But if she did, she would owe so much money by the end of it because you're only allowed a limited number of miles to travel every year. And if you break that, then you owe 25, 35, 40 cents a mile for every mile you you go over that when you turn turn your car back in. And so, oh, are you talking? On, on, I said lease. Yeah, said lease. Yeah, leases. Lease. Yeah, leases. Lease. L-E-A-F, Frank. A Nissan Leaf. Oh, a Nissan Leaf. I thought you said a lease. Okay, got it. I mean, uh, yeah, oh boy, I'm glad we got this cleared up. <laughs> no, when they say average prices, there are that, that means there are cars that are more expensive and cars that are less expensive. Not all cars sell for $80,000. Okay. Well, your listeners must be really enchanted by this conversation. So I'll leave them hanging. And I wish you a good day, gentlemen. Thank you for the call. I was maybe a little enchanted by it. Um, longtime RN writes, don't use my name, please. I, I won't. I, longtime RN. Um, when it comes to uh, helping pay for Idaho teachers and the proposal from the governor and what to do with the surplus, just like with teachers, the same can be said about our health care staff. Not just nurses, but all healthcare staff. Most of all states around us pay more. So as a new young nurse or a tech, why not go where the pay is better and get experience? Then you can travel and make more money. And the travelers come here and they get paid way more, sometimes twice what the local staff does with guaranteed hours. We need staff because that is why we don't have beds available most of the time in our hospitals. That's a long time RN writing that. Need money sent to uh, hospitals to be able to pay the RNs like teachers. This one's not signed, but it says, Just recently a college-age person made a battery that lasts 400 years. 
my grandpa made a battery before 1969 that would last forever. Why not use this technology? Um, maybe nobody knows about it. That could be, that's the first I've ever heard of it. I mean, does your grandpa have a, a patent on it? You, yeah. You didn't mention that, but if I would assume that he did get it patented, but uh, you know, who knows? Maybe it was impractical. Or maybe the people with money are paying to keep it so that, I mean, who wants a, also, who wants a battery that lasts 400 also, years? Also a possibility. <laughs> well, who needs a battery that lasts 400 years? Good point. Uh, Denny in Nampa says, in my younger days, I spent 41 years in the casino industry. Okay, they weren't all your younger days then. Uh, <laughs> working in both Nevada and Atlantic City, I'm torn between anticipation and sadness on the issue of the Mountain Home Tribal Casinos. I recognize the financial opportunities for all concerned, but at the same time, I remember the chaos, traffic problems, and family devastation that gaming often brings. As Bob said to Ray years ago in their stereo demonstration album, I have an ominous foreboding of impending disaster. Rich in Boise, you're on Newstalk KBI. Good morning to you. Yeah, I I wanted to address this average electric vehicle cost of $80,000. It's how you figure the average. That isn't the average cost of the cars sold. If, that is just if you take the manufacturers and average it. It would be like if the three of us and uh, uh, Warren Buffett were in a room, our average wealth would be like, you know, $10 billion. But I don't know about you guys, but I'm not anywhere close to having $10 billion. Oh, Chris and I are. We're right there. It's, it's like how if you have uh, one, if you're if you're barefoot and you have one foot in a cold bucket of water, and one foot in a fire, uh, on average, you should be fairly comfortable. Yeah, see that they they they're, they're using that they they take the the average card of of a manufacturer, not the average cars sold. But uh, I, I wanted to call about these uh, oh the these subsidies. People are complaining, you know that. Well, I had to pay for my college. I didn't get a break and stuff like this. But I was in business for. 30 years and I didn't get any subsidies like farmers get. So I guess life just isn't always going to be fair. Uh, you know, I, they, they didn't, you know, if we, if they had a bad year, if the economy was bad, I wasn't handed money. So, you know, I guess it, uh, everything just can't always work out perfect. No. Uh, be, being said, I, I don't know. I don't know how many people that $10,000 will help. Uh, some people, people that owe two or 300000 it's not going to help them at all. Well, somebody was talking yeah. about people who graduated from Harvard and, and are, are wealthy, and I'm thinking, okay, well, first of all, a lot of people who go to Harvard don't take out any loans because they don't need to. They come from wealthy families. And... Second of all, uh, if you have a Harvard degree, chances are you're making enough money that you can pay off your own student loans. And, you know, that $125,000 figure, if you're making 125000 a year, chances are you can pay off your loans if you're not paying them off. Uh, it, I don't know what the reason would be. However... Well, I, I've heard a lot of stories, and I, I, a lot of these people, it's their own fault. They... 
they I saw so read a, a story, but this guy I kind of know on Facebook. He took out a fifty-eight thousand dollar loan in nineteen seventy, and just paid a hundred and twenty thousand on it, and still owes two hundred thousand. Well, cow. that's well, that's <laughs> but but see, that's probably fifty-eight thousand dollars in nineteen seventy. Would have bought you a pretty nice house in Boise. Probably would have well, bought you have three or four of them, 16, actually. Yeah, would probably yeah. bought you a sixteen hundred square foot house. Now, if you bought that house and you didn't make any payments on it for the first ten or fifteen years, then you've got this hundred thousand dollar debt, and you might not be able to pay. Anyway, I, I I think some of this is their own fault because. They weren't. They didn't make payments the first ten or fifteen years. Not any, you know, just even barely payments. I think they just thought it was a government loan and ignored it. I think. I don't think that's everybody, and I'm not saying that. But yeah, I think no, I get in your some point. cases that's what happened. Well, and you also have people, and and I'll use an example of uh, one of my son's good friends who took out loans to go to Boise State University, and it cost him around $30,000 a year. Boise State does not cost $30,000 a year to go and get your degree from. It just absolutely doesn't. But he got his loans, and he spent it on a bunch of stuff that he wasn't necessarily for education. He had a really nice place to live. There were a couple of guys who uh, took out student loans when I was in the dorms my freshman year, and they both bought motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're doing that, you don't deserve to have that money paid back. You know, but even with that being said, something has to be done about this because this is a burden on our economy. The problem is, though, stick with- Rich, and I agree with you, is this doesn't fix the problem. All this does is put a Band-Aid on it because colleges still continue to raise the price of uh, what they charge to go to their universities every year by 5 to 15% per year. Oh yeah, I I agree with you. I I don't think this fixes the problem. I think we've just, I I think it was well, you know what they did at first. They turned it over to private enterprise. They, they and so the banks, when you pay back your student loans, when they get the money, they make the profit. If somebody dies or defaults, then the government takes the loss. If the if the banks were responsible for taking the loss, they would. Cut, they wouldn't be loaning about half this money, and they would be more aggressive at getting it back. Uh, I mean, it's the whole the program has has got to be completely changed, yeah. or we're going to be in some bad shape in a few years because people owe all this money, so they get out of college, they can't buy houses, they can't afford to have kids, and buying houses and kids is what drives the economy. It's going to be a disaster. Thank you for the call. Appreciate but, but it. I, I agree with you. This isn't going to stop it. Yeah, and, and, and I know the way you can look at that is, is this the end or is this just the beginning? Because, like like I said, this doesn't fix the problem. So now you've given $10,000 in or up to $20,000 in some cases in loan forgiveness um, for everybody that had gone to college up until June 30th of this year. Now, in the future, college prices are continuing to rise. College kids are still taking out loans to go to college. So now, what do you do next year and the year after? You do you you know is that the point where you say, okay, no, we only did this one time for these people. The rest of you are out of luck. You know, for those of you who started college, and I know college is more expensive now than it was then. But that's that's the thing I think people are scared of is this doesn't fix the problem. So does the federal government, does the president, now every two years or whatever? 
sign another executive order saying, nope, we're going to we give another ten to $20,000 in loan forgiveness because college is too expensive and, and we want to make sure that you know they're able to take part in the, the economy like they should this be doing. This message just came in from DD, spelled D-D. Uh, it says, when Casper and Rich agree with each other, it ruins the dynamic of the show. <laughs> Okay, that's funny. <laughs> uh, be- between you and Chris, you've, you've both given me a couple of good laughs today. Uh, Kevin and Caldwell, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning. That made me chuckle, too. <laughs> and that noise you hear in the background is siphon tubes. I called the correct rich. I've been farming, making 100% of my income, family income for 40 years, farming. My total take of subsidies to this point is six hundred dollars in forty years? You That's son of a six hundred dollars! Just government just handed you six hundred dollars for nothing. I was young, and they pushed it. They really do push it at the NRCS. <laughs> the government pushes it to get you addicted, just like everything else. And uh, I quit taking them. I really don't need them. And uh, I think a lot of guys don't take them because of the strings attached. So Rich needs to get an education. But and, and it'd go along, he acts like he knows everything, but it'd be really nice if he'd understand that, yeah, these colleges have endowment funds that have made them so wealthy, and, and I mean, some of them are, are huge, they're as big as hedge fund trusts, and why in the world don't we go in and take those endowment funds in exchange for this this overpriced charging of, of tuition yeah. and take it out, out of the schools? I think it was just, just, to, just to clarify... Uh, over the forty years, you got the six hundred dollars. That was a one-time payment. It wasn't fifteen dollars a year for forty dollars for forty years, right? Actually, that was five years. I did it for five years. Five years. I got six hundred dollars in five years. You know, and so. I, I I agree with you on the uh, endowment thing. I saw an article uh, earlier this week. Um, I think it was Harvard. You're you're talking about com- in comparison to hedge funds. Harvard has like a seventy-nine billion dollar endowment fund. Stanford has like thirty-nine billion dollars so there's really is a, a way that some of these colleges especially the more expensive ones could reduce payments for people going to those colleges if they wanted i mean 79 billion dollars would go a long way if you just said all right we're going to make it so that you're only going to have to pay ten thousand dollars to go to harvard which i think harvard cost over what hundred thousand dollars a year chris something like that it's really expensive uh, i think I think you're right, and I think it could be streamlined all the way down the line. I mean, even looking at our state schools, when you figure the head count money and the money per child, how much money goes to that classroom? I think I figured here a while back it was like 300000 to the average size class. The teacher only gets, say, 50000 a year or thereabouts. There's benefits on top of that and all that, but the facility is paid for by the property taxes. So where in the world is the other $250,000 per class going? I mean, I think that all of our football institutions team. are broken. Goes to the football team. That? Goes to the football team. No, no I'm kidding. Football pays, I'm kidding. Football usually pays for itself. Yes, I know. I'm kidding. But, that was a joke. But a lot of... A lot of other sports don't, but still, that doesn't that doesn't account for the money. The money needs somebody needs to figure out where this money's going. Thank you and for the call. At, the uh, all the way. Thanks, guys. At, Have a good weekend. At Harvard, if you if you live on campus all four years and take your meals on campus, all that sort of thing, uh, it will cost you a little over three hundred thousand dollars for a wow. bachelor's degree. Wow. Uh, wow. The, now the tuition, if you don't live on campus, the the tuition itself is fifty two thousand dollars a year. 
That's the only reason I didn't go to Harvard. <laughs> That's the only reason? Yeah. Uh, Jay writes in, uh, congratulations to everyone who didn't have college debt. Now you do. Ah, that's cool. Aaron writes in, I'm sorry, A-A-Ron writites in, mm-hmm. text at uh, 208-336-3700, says, uh, Mike, you keep saying Biden is forgiving uh, ten dollars to $20,000 in student debt. Just to be clear, Biden is not forgiving student debt. He's transferring that debt from those who took it out to uh, in a loan to those who don't owe it. I stand corrected. This one's not signed. It says, it's funny how Rich didn't have a word to say about the president and never does. No, he didn't come up in that conversation. Uh, Terry says, it's not my responsibility to pay college loans with my tax dollars. Pure libtard BS. And let's see. John says, as an EE battery life, it all depends on how you use it. For me, an electric car has to have 500 plus miles of range and uh, change up, fill up, or charge up in 15 minutes. Till then, I'm on the sidelines and will continue to drive my reliable gasser. All right, there you go. 25 straight minutes of uh, talking. We're uh, pretty much done now. Uh, I'm on vacation next week. My son gets married next uh, weekend, so we got a lot of work to do. Family coming into town. Uh, Rick Worthington will be filling in. Um, Chris will uh, still be here. I won't see you for two weeks because you're on vacation the week after oh, that. Yeah, that's right. Um, if, you, if you drop by my house, you'll see me because okay. that's where I'll be. Have yourself a uh, great weekend. Don't forget, Hometown Happy Hour this afternoon with uh, Nate Shellman brought to you.